Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Jordy Collada from the Jordy Collada Show. Our podcast daily is brought to you by RMB Builders. Give Reb Bourgeois a call today. He is a custom home builder offering both new construction and can remodel in the Baton Rouge area and surrounding areas. They are licensed for commercial and residential construction. They can also handle your office renovation or building maintenance. They're online at rmb-builders.com. They're on Instagram and Facebook at RMB Builders LLC. Rhett Bourgeois and RMB Builders bringing you the Jordy Collada podcast. As a man, the only time you should have flip-flops on is at the beach. Because why the fuck do you have your toes out in the middle of the Cheesecake Factory? Women already go through so much. We shouldn't have to see your toes. Right. Welcome into a Friday edition of the Jordy Collada Show. Driven and powered by Go Chevrolet. <laughs> Always here. We appreciate our friends, G-E-A-U-X, Chevrolet.com. Get in touch with them online if you need to shop all the inventory. You can look at the uh, the used cars, of course, over on uh, Go Express Auto Sales in the corner of Florida Boulevard and Sherwood Forest. And brand new cars out in Laplace. Good Friday morning to you. Thank you for starting your day here with us. Make sure you hit that like button, share button, comment button as we get going here on this uh, this last day of the working week. The Carpool Queen is here. Lloyd is here. Stewie is here I'm on a Friday. Here. We're going to talk to Greg Brooks, another transfer from Arkansas and Louisiana native, going to be here at, uh, seven, at uh, 8 a.m. this morning. And then at 7.30 this morning, we're going to talk to Shay Dixon. Shay's going to come through here and talk a little recruiting and give us some updates here as uh, LSU moves into preparation for week one versus Florida State. As always, there is still an opportunity for you to attend that game. If you don't have tickets yet, our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook is going to give you an opportunity. You see that QR code on the top right of your screen. If you just hit that QR code and use the promo code JCLSU15, JCLSU15, you'll have a chance to be entered to win for four tickets, which will be announced next week from our friends over at Caesars. And tonight we'll be inside of the Caesars suite. Katie and I and uh, David and Kelly will all be over at uh, the Caesars Superdome for the uh, New Orleans Saints versus the Los Angeles Chargers. We also uh, we talked to Ro- uh, Ross Jackson yesterday, and hopefully we'll get a chance to, uh, to see some of these uh, some of these guys, these headliners. I'm feeling um, I feel like I, I feel him. like Tyron Matthews going to play a little bit. I think we're going to see him. That's what I'm Ross pumped. said yesterday that yeah. Tyron wants to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't I don't think that that is up for debate. You know, I mean, I think he's always. That's what I'm saying. He's one of the guys that you're going to have to be like, Tyron, you're not playing. And he's like going to try to run out there and get a rep regardless. <laughs> Tyron, you're right. not playing. They're like Tyron, you you know, like 
you know you can't go out there. He's like, ah, I'm going to sneak one and Maybe I'll run down on kick, you know? <laughs> I just want to see what him and uh, Marcus May look like playing next to one another. Really, I mean, I think that that Saints defense is, I mean, legitimately they feel like almost a top five defense in the league. I mean, on like, names alone. Yeah, right. I mean, on just star power. I mean, you hadn't even thought about, like, what a guy like Peyton Turner. I don't even I don't even really count, like, Davenport in there. You know what no. I mean? Like, and Dennis Allen said that Marcus Davenport went healthy. He said this a couple of weeks ago. He said he's the best player on the team. Like, he's the best player on defense when he's healthy. So, I mean, you know, you add Tyron Matthew. You add Marcus May. You bring in, um, you know, a healthy, hopefully, Marcus Davenport, uh, Peyton Turner, Second year, I mean, I kind of consider him to be a rookie, too. I mean, after last year's lack of production, I mean, he was battling injury. He, um, you know, I think he showed too. some flashes. Yeah. yeah, he has been hurt during camp. But, I mean, at the beginning of camp, I think he was, you know, he was one of the early stories of a guy that uh, was going to see time. So, um, it w- probably won't see a lot of, you know, um, Starters or some of the headliners, but I feel like we'll see. We'll get a little taste. Yeah, I think that we'll get uh, we'll get we'll, we'll get a a view of them. Yeah. Um, Four quarters of Ian Book are in for a night. Then, be doing Caesar's a lot of, lot of networking. Laundry, yeah. so. A lot of socializing. <laughs> lot of We're gonna definitely stuff. be ch- checking out those new suites. Really, I'm I'm fired up to see the dome. Me too. I mean, are y'all like, gonna be in the lower? Like the, the, where, I mean, I gotta yeah, I imagine that Caesars. Filled, but, I mean, they got uh, the name level. on the on the roof. Right. You know what I mean? I got to imagine their, their suites probably I have set up. But yes, it is a field level suite. That's what I was working yes. those, are, those are new this year, correct? Mm-hmm. I like, think they, so. I don't think they had yes. them last year. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that'll be cool. that's what I'm saying. I, I can't wait to go into that. I think the Dome specifically was, it was not allowed to host the first couple of weeks of preseason games because they were trying to like, they were on a time Whoa. crunch to get the construction done. For they're the working day. now. Oh, they're working 24-hour day. They're yeah. working 24-hour shifts. I think they were working like two 12-hour shift crews where they were working like 24 hours a day over in that thing. Um, it's amazing that you could still run out of time. Like, we have a very firm oh, date, and it's gosh, like, dude. okay, let's go Wait, 24 hours. I, don't, exactly. I know exactly how it happens. It's like you'd be totally that contractor normal. sleeping this week. Yeah. Just like, Jesus, man. Guy's probably like that, 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 that sleepwalker on one of the Dales over there. Um, <laughs> but it's, I mean, I can't wait to see the Dome. I mean, yeah, really awesome. Dome looks great. You know? I'll tell you. I haven't been to this. I don't know the last you went time. In, you went in for the, the, uh, for that practice the, the, the other practice. day. It was, uh, that was that was my first I mean, time. Did it like feel twenty twenty two. I mean, yes. that's the deal. They're trying to like update it yeah. to make it feel like a it, modern day stadium. It felt really updated and modern, and like you talked about the suites. Like the, it just looks great. Like it looks way better than the old dome for sure. Oh yeah. So, um, I think little, they um, Louisiana Fest is on Saturday too. Are y'all gonna hit that? Is it in the dome? It's in Champion Square. Mm. I'm trying real hard to talk David into staying the night, that, but Katie, uh, mm. what you it's think it's a bad a, idea? Yeah, yeah. To go to that because it's outside. It's gonna be crazy. What do you mean crazy? Like it's gonna like be a lot gun, of young gun people. Crazy? Uh, no, <laughs> just like a lot of young people. What's that matter? It's not your crowd. Every concert I go to is a lot of young people. Okay. I have to beg people to go to concerts with me. I had to force David to go to Yo Gotti with me last time. Kate, okay, see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I like to go to. I mean, I if know. I find somebody to go, then I go. I'll go with you. I know. I'm grateful for all of y'all. Now I have people to go to concerts. Special with me. guests are uh, featuring Moneybag Yo, yeah, Coyle Ray, Babyface Ray, and Rob Forty Nine. Mm-hmm. Like that's. That's Katie's crowd right there. Yeah. It's going to be good. Babyface Ray. I just don't know if I can get David there. 
Uh, I'm a try. Tell him it's like something else. <laughs> I already told him what it was. That would be awesome. Uh, it's yeah. a country concert. Yeah. Come on, you're going to love it. Tell him it's Garth Brooks. <laughs> the event starts at three. What time do you think Lil Wayne performs? Oh, he ain't oh, getting God. there till seven. Yeah, yeah eight. Like, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. He might not. Ten. Yeah. God, three is too hot out there. Um, but oh, wait, to- someone just said they postponed it. Oh, man. Thanks, y'all. Oh, Everybody October 29th. Yeah, it's on October that's 29th. That's better weather anyway. Yeah. Ooh, that's Halloween. So Lil Wayne too. got the whole thing moved back. He ain't playing. He ain't going there at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Make it in October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night was the debut of the Brian Kelly radio show. And again, as we've talked about a couple of times here, another um, uh, another show of change, right, with, 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 with Kelly and his regime. Uh, not only do you move the show, from its regularly, or I say what it was scheduled uh, in the middle of the week on Wednesday for so long. Now it's on a Thursday night. Uh, and as you got the taste last night, no questions, um, no live questions. The death of the evil twins. Mm-hmm. Wait, as what? last night, what the reign of these fans that would show up to TJ Ribs, which hosts uh, all of the coaches' show. I think it's. Uh, Women's basketball, uh, baseball, basketball, and football uh, that do their um, coaches show from TJ Ribs um, and the Evil Twins is what they were called. Who? Who are they? I don't. I don't know. Players? I don't even know their names. I don't know their names. Who's Jacques. Jacques would Doucette would. Jacques would definitely know their name. Uh, and, may, and, 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 and maybe questions? so. And maybe somebody of the. Uh, uh, maybe somebody in the in the chat would know uh, who they are. Uh, and let me just say this for the record. Um, but by no means am I telling anybody how to control their fandom about how to um, live your life, how, how to support your team. You, you do with it however you want. Uh, but the evil twins, bro. <laughs> that was weird. some creepy dudes. That's a weird section <laughs> that was of some creepy coach. stuff. So they would show up to coaches' shows. And they were like, I don't all know. All the shows? They would show up Any to all shows? Of them. This was their all time to shine. Like, Coach's show was the Evil Twin show. They showed up, and you knew they were going to speak, probably the, like keynote speakers, essentially, at these uh, coaches' shows. Like, the, this is, I don't want to say a shot across the bow, but this is Brian Kelly putting his foot down on. They definitely brought this up. Uh, when no, they this, mentioned, is, this is Ogeron last year calling out a fan on the radio. You're right. That, I mean, I think the, the, the LSU marketing department, along with Brian Kelly showing up saying, how do y'all do stuff? Yeah. Like, what do y'all do? Like, y'all take what? Live? No, we're not doing that. No. You know what I mean? And I'm sure somebody with LSU PR, after the head coach threatened to kill somebody on the radio show last year, probably <laughs> said out loud, maybe we should consider killing the live segment of questions. Hold up, hold up. Let me answer this question. <laughs> you know but mean, not, like, not only did that happen, but then you had the call-in debacle with, like, uh, something about, you know, uh, the sister. Well, that's where he went. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying, but that's where, it, yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's where it started. Because that's you're taking, taking people to kill people. You got 18-year-olds working the boards, letting anybody who's anybody through, because you're just like, I don't know, yeah. here you go. You got four calls. Here, sure. take them. Like get, come on through. Yeah, Chris Blair, you handle this. <laughs> yeah, right. And then that Let's happens. get back to football. But, I mean, that's how it all started, because calls were able to get through. And then you have your coach doubling back down on... Well, I got a fishing hole for you. Uh, you're like, <laughs> right, okay, yeah, let's go right. to break. 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 I got a sister for you. Up. I got a fishing hole for, for you. you. <laughs> These two guys murder. would just show up and sit there. So they would show questions. up, and they, they and I, I guarantee you, they still go to the shows. Yeah. Like I, I would put well, my. Why wouldn't they? I would put my life on it that okay. they're still at these shows. 
you know, for betting. Brought to you by Caesars. Um, Jordy's life. $1,500 risk. Good odds. Good odds. <laughs> uh, um, but they would show up and they, they would come with like this. They would pull the paper out of the front pocket. Uh-uh. They would go into like a, just a, like a poem that it, they had worked on about the week's opponent, like working in a real poem. You're serious? Uh, it was, you know, like it was a like folk, a, it, was it was like a, a kind, diatribe, it was like a kindergartner's okay. yeah. tale, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, was, <laughs> it was a story. It was fiction. It was. It, it, it was. Who are these people? Cringy at it best. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. Like it was. Um, a lot of head, a lot of head and hands. It was the essence of a college football head coach's radio show. Okay, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it is the absolute. Like it would be the example of what you look at and be like, SEC fans. If you put it in a movie about LSU, you'd be like, "That's too on the nose." Are like, they like that doesn't adults? seem real. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. These are adults that would do this together. Mm-hmm. That's odd. Yeah. Wait. Say it again. Like grown adult twins. That would do this together. That's odd. It struck people as strange. Yeah. Like Um, I said, a lot of head and hand from whatever would happen. You kind of or just looking looking away. A lot of head to the phone. You know what I mean? Just kind of. A lot of forks clinking. Yeah. (laughs) You just hear people eat. (laughs) Yeah, it strikes me as weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Um, That's weird. But no more, no more questions. No more live questions. Um, That's not fun. Which. I kind of, yeah, it's not, but as far as it goes, I, you know, I, that's where, if I was a coach, that's where I would be. Mm. Like, See? I'm not sitting here for an hour. <laughs> hey, Brian, yeah. who's going to be the quarterback? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You got there for talking two hours straight. Talking to Blair and Beaumont, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Just, we love you. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Okay, uh-huh. next call. All right, lady. Talk to you next week. Uh, <laughs> love you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that's weird. I didn't know. Kiss the kids a good night. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. And, and look, I'm not. I don't know them at all. Like, I'm sure that they are very successful they and are. very cool. Jason says and they're very... big boosters and maybe lawyers. No, I mean, I'm sure they oh. are. I'm sure they are. Might have a lawsuit okay. on our hands. Oh God, are they Get ready. Yeah. To us? <laughs> maybe Let's talk to Daddy. I <laughs> <laughs> one is a vet, huh? So they're like real people. Well, they, they have to. I mean, they are real people. <laughs> they showed up. I mean, not me. just weirdos that like emerge from their like twin apartment they live from, in together from and, the darkness. Yeah. From, yeah, you get emails from them. They just come from the top ropes. Uh, we were talking about Mincy yesterday, and we got to report Mincy. Um, they had a two o'clock full staff meeting at Barstool. What happened? It um, wasn't just for show. I kind of feel like it was. I don't. Uh, well, I mean, after talking to them, to Mincy last night, it's, I mean, like, he was in a totally different mental space. I know, probably because Dave, like, told him it was okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, the way that he did that in front of the company was kind of mm-hmm. like, we've been messing with you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what he said. I mean, of course, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But I, I get the covered. feeling from Mincy that it's all good. That, that's the perfect way to, I guess, if you would quote unquote punish, but put Mincy in a state oh of unknown with Dave Portnoy. And he yeah. was like, I'm on this apology tour, and I'm sure Portnoy was like, Mincy, it's okay. It's okay, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it was a little cringy. Yeah. They just let him cook, though. They let yeah, him go. I, They're I like, you look at this was, over I there. I think that was kind of the play. Yeah, that I was the, that was just kind of like, 
Once That's your you punishment. S- once you see how he reacted, you were like, oh, this could get good. Yeah. This is content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. This is actually great. Yeah, just let him roll. He's deleting tweets. He's posting videos. He's, he's walking down. down. He's walking down Broadway into his phone. <laughs> he's trying to make himself throw up on, on the yak, their afternoon radio show. He's like, he put on, he's like, I could throw up right now. And he was walking down the hall and Big Cat grabs him. He goes, you said you'd throw up. You would, have, would you throw up on the show? He's like, is that how sick you are? He sticks his finger down his throat. And he starts gagging. And he's like, oh, he's like, Mitch, get out of here. You're actually going to throw up. And he's like, I'm sick. Oh, my God. He's just content What's for days. What's the latest then? What's the update? Uh, the latest sounds like he's back in good standing. Okay. Um, and that. Uh, he proved his loyalty. Yeah, I think yeah. he just kind of. She let him come back home. Yeah, the, it was just another day. You know, I mean, he, he was just kind of fighting for his. Is fighting for his spot and yeah. everybody saw how much he loved. I mean, there's one thing that Mintz has proven is that, um, I mean, he's in the perfect spot. I mean, he, he fits that brand and he fits where he is and he's owned it. Um, just about as good as any personality that they've hired, you know, mm-hmm. really. I mean, I, I think that for the people, I mean, really for as big as Barstool is, and it's a huge platform, how many people do you really know from the platform? Right. You know, genuinely. Yeah. You know, I mean, at least speaking from my point of view, mm-hmm. I mean, Portnoy would be the the leader of that. And then like Big Cat and... Mm-hmm. Um, Glenny Balls. Yeah. I mean, like uh, there's... But there's people like spaced out yeah. in there. You don't know all of them, right? Yeah, like you don't know... Them, I mean, like for as much as you watch Barstool, you probably don't know every personality that, that they have. No, you couldn't. No, yeah. There's, there's so many. But I would say that the majority of people that watch Barstool from whatever angle they do know who Mincy is. Yeah, because yeah, he pops in on everything. He, yeah, yeah, he's, he's around on content. Around. Well, he loves it. Yeah. You know, he loves the brand. So I think from Portnoy's standpoint, he's never really going to get rid of it. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I mean, which is why I think over the last two days, he's probably been like, Laughing at his death, you know, like this is look truck, at this guy. You know I mean? like, and then, yeah, Mitzi's panicked and Portnoy's yeah, on the other yeah, end. Going, like, this is exactly why I race. hired him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> best like, week you've had all year, Mitzi. Watching exactly. him on the cameras, like look at this guy. Watch him. Watch him. <laughs> He's stressing. Right. Exactly. Um, so I think everything's all good with Mitzi. But to answer Roy Hill's question um, about Mincy coming on with his picks. We can't do, uh, we can't have Mincy on to do his picks anymore because of our relationship with Caesars and obviously, uh, Barstool kind of being competing, uh, competing entities of, um, uh, you know, online gaming and gaming, um, which is legalized down here in the state of Louisiana. And that comes from, uh, that comes from Barstool side. That comes from Mincy side. That doesn't come, uh, we've got no direction or, or any way, but it wouldn't make any sense for us to get picks from Mints off of another, um, you know, off of another spread um, than what it would from our partners over at Caesars. Um, but sadly, um, you know, because of just the good content and conversation we would have with Mincy outside of the picks and the gambling, uh, we can't really have him on anymore, um, which sucks. So, but, but I think that Mincy is in all good standing with what's going on uh, up at Barstool, and I don't think that... Uh, He's in any type of trouble uh, to be to be outed over there. You saw his public penance. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, we saw. Um, okay, we're going to talk to uh, to Greg Brooks coming up here uh, in a little bit. Greg Brooks is going to be here at uh, eight a.m. this morning. We'll also talk to Shay Dixon uh, as uh, we do every week here, and I know that we missed that uh, earlier this week. 
uh, because of just kind of schedules overlapping and LSU practice. But Shay's going to be in studio with us during the show. So if you have a recruiting question, uh, I know Taviano uh, is a guy right now, the defensive back out of Texas. Everybody's curious about he had his first game, I believe, uh, last week or, or last night. And uh, so he had an LSU bracelet on. Uh, so that is – um, you know, that's a good sign. Uh, we'll ask Shay just kind of where LSU stands there. I was over at Woodlawn last night uh, for what was going to be an epic atmosphere for Woodlawn and Madison Prep. Uh, we got there around 8 a.m. Uh, the schedule was running behind. Helen Cox and Estruma uh, kicked off uh, at the time that, that Woodlawn was set to kick off uh, versus Madison Prep. And once the Astruma helen Cox game went final, uh, the lightning storm really just kind of sat on top of the stadium, and they ultimately called the game off. But there was a scene that I'm sure um, many of you have seen by now because I believe it was Jarrett Roser who put it out on Twitter. Uh, if you've not seen it, um, we had a couple of camera crew and, and people over there. By the way, we're working on a project, and I, I think we can announce this now. We're working on a project uh, where we are going to document – the next six weeks in the buildup to the Zachary Woodlawn game. We're going to form a YouTube channel around it. We'll have some social media around it. And uh, we're going to drop it a little bit closer to that game because we want to shop it to some advertisers in the meantime. So we're going to build up a trailer. But last night, if you see Jarrett Roser, bring up Jarrett Roser's Twitter, if you don't mind, Stewie, uh, to the scene of, of, of last night of Madison Prep and Woodlawn before – Ultimately, that game was called off. You see Darren DeQuano right there in that green polo shirt. If you start it from the top, Darren DeQuano is he is our videographer on this on this this uh, documentary. We've got a couple of guys working, but he's an executive producer, and we're getting full access to both Zachary and Woodlawn, and we'll have storylines on both sides of Ricky Collins and Eli Holstein and. Kylan Jackson and Jordan Matthews and Marcus Randall and David Brewerton and all the things that are going up to the buildup of this October 6th showdown that will be ultimately shown on, uh, on, on an ESPN property. But um, last night, I mean, mm. I, mm. I wish they would have gotten the schedule right because they could have played that game if it would have kicked off at the, the, the time when it was supposed to kick off at 8 o'clock. Um, and for whatever reason, that game was, was an hour and a half, an hour and 10, 20 minutes behind. And as soon as the Estruma Helen Cox game went final, um, it was, it, the weather was just too bad. I mean, I, I was kind of standing next to the officials and Woodlawn's athletic director. Um, and you could, you could kind of hear the conversation where they were monitoring the lightning and the rule is, if lightning gets within 10 miles of the facility, then it's a 30-minute delay. And then every time a lightning strikes, a lightning bolt strikes, after that, it's another 30 minutes. And so both coaches, Madison Preps head coach, Marcus Randall from Woodlawn, agreed that they would go to as late as 10 p.m. to kick the game off. Mind you, it was already 9 when, when, when they were standing there on the track getting ready to take the field. But um, they agreed to go until 10 o'clock, and then it, it just – I mean, the lightning just kind of sat on top of, of the stadium, and it was, it was called off pretty quick. But um, 
it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this. I mean, that would have been a really good test for for both sides to play that game. And you know, it's kind of the debate that we've talked a little bit about with LSU and Florida State. Florida State's playing a week zero game this week versus Duquesne. Right? They'll play that game tomorrow, and I don't know how much they'll, they'll, they'll show. I don't know how much they'll get out of it. It'll be almost like a glorified scrimmage. But one thing that they'll have the opportunity to do, and we talked about this you know, kind of going back to last year, uh, last year with UCLA. UCLA played a week zero game before LSU showed up to Pasadena. And they beat um, Hawaii. It was in Hawaii. They beat Hawaii pretty handily. Um, and they didn't show a lot, but they were able to go through just the pregame procedure, the game procedure, riding the bus, staying in the hotel, all of the, the stuff that kind of the, the, the little parts of a, of a game weekend. Florida State will play that tomorrow. Is that a huge advantage for them? I don't know how big of an advantage it is, but it is you know, somewhat of a small advantage. It's something that they get to do that LSU doesn't get to do. Right? And now Madison Prep and Woodlawn, who were – you know, I'd imagine really looking forward to kind of going at each other for 12 minutes, running clock, jamboree, going to be pretty quick, but some stout competition. Game gets called off right there before it kicks, and, man, it was boiling up to be an atmosphere that, from a jamboree standards, you rarely can find, you know, on, on, a, on a random Thursday night leading into the fall. Um like I said, I mean, just having an opportunity to be there, um, that was – it was an electric environment, or at least it was it was getting to be an electric environment. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know the, the, the logistics of how things work, especially in a jamboree where you've got different schools coming in. I saw Lester Ricard last night who is like East Baton Rouge Parish's athletic director, and they're the ones that actually pay the officials for – um, jamboree games because there's not like different schools can actually host at other schools for jamborees. I mean, it was weird to see Helen Cox driving in to play Astruma, who Astruma's got a facility in North Baton Rouge that they could have hosted at, but they were over at at Woodlawn. How do you split the gate? How do you do that? All that stuff is kind of it's 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 different for a a jamboree game. Um, and one thing that I've I've, I've never seen this. Um, but I, I'd imagine that somebody somewhere is, is, is answering for this. And I don't know what the chain of command is on something like this, and I don't want to speak out of turn, and I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But last night in the Helen Cox-Astruma game, leading into the Woodlawn-Madison prep game, they had a player who kicked the ball off. He was their kicker. He was number seven for Helen Cox, kicks the ball off, runs down on the kickoff team, makes the tackle. On the first play of the game, he's a starting middle linebacker. A streamer runs kind of like a, a stretch play. He, he kind of chases the running back down from behind, gets there and kind of gang tackles with some of his teammates. You can tell this kid's a player, is my, my point. On the second play of the game, he dislocates his leg. And when I'm telling you his leg looks like the letter Z, it was eerie. Little Jay and I are standing in the back of the end zone. Astruma's heading away from us, but the ball's on like the 15-yard line. So they're standing, you know, 20 yards away from us. And they run a play, and this kid comes up and, I don't know, you know, got caught up in the wash, 
gets knocked down and he's laying down and from behind he's laying up and his leg is sitting like this and it's heading that way mm. right and he can't maneuver his leg to kind of straighten it out and the blood curling scream that i heard come from just the ground i mean i had to remove my son you know and try to get him away from that just because man i mean it really did kind of drive me to an emotional kind of like man i just felt so bad for this kid on the second play of the jamboree to have his leg now there were some reports last night that it was just a dislocation and not a break which i think you know would be the best case scenario but the thing that I've, I've never seen this, and again, I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but I've never seen this. There was no ambulance there. That's so there, weird. There was no, the kid laid on the field 10 minutes. And I'm telling you that the screams that were coming from this kid, I'll never forget. Like I, I, I can still hear them very like vividly oh. and see him laying there. And eight people from each sideline came in and had to like pick him up as a stretcher. How did now, they not Now think have about this. Now this kid's leg is it looks like it's snapped. Now the Astruma sideline did have an air cast that they put on him on the field, but still there was no mobile transport to move him anywhere. Right and let look this atmosphere last night. I guarantee you, you've seen Woodlawn's parking lot. If you've not seen Woodlawn's parking lot, Woodlawn's facility, it's a five A high school. It's you know it's huge. The entire parking lot's filled up. The entire parking lot is just door to door with cars all the way to the street. So they get this kid off of the field and remove him to a Struma sideline further away from the fence and the gate. And he sits there for, I'm being concerned. I'm trying to, I don't want to over-exaggerate. He sat there for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. His leg just. And shot. Just waiting for medical attention. I've, to me, that is, that's, that can't happen. Did he have a parent down there just oh, yeah. losing their mind? I mean, uh, I would have been. And, and his head coach on the way out, um, it was, it was kind of crazy he was walking out and he kind of, and, and I was telling Jordan, Jordan was still kind of like, it didn't shock. Just, just kind of like, I yeah, bet. yeah. So was I, you know what I mean? And we were kind of talking about it and I was telling Jordan just how that cannot happen. That can't happen. Having a, a game kickoff without medical, without medical personnel present. Like that has to be a checklist item. Mm -hmm. Like we're not kicking this game off until they have medical personnel here because if you don't, I'd imagine that's the type of stuff that happens. On the second play of the game, one of the best players on the field snaps his leg in half. Don't you have to have medical personnel? I would think there? so. I thought you did. I would think so. That's why I believe that somewhere Someone's along the chain of command, something yeah. fell through and somebody's in trouble. Yeah. Now, I'm not, again, like, I don't know how the Jamboree works. There's different teams that host and there's facilities and stuff like that. But as I'm walking out, I'm telling. Jordan and I are talking about it, and the head coach from Helen Cox is walking his team out. Yeah. And I can tell that he is just 
fuming. Yeah. Man, like he's fuming. Helen Cox, and he looks at me, goes, you the guy from the radio? <laughs> and I said, yes, sir. He said, you need to tell somebody about this. Well, you just did. He you said, you need everybody. to tell somebody about this. Because yeah. he didn't hear what I was talking about. He just kind of said to himself, he was like, he was telling somebody else, yeah. you know, and I overheard him. I said, you're right, coach. Yeah. And when he true. turned around, he said, are you that guy from the radio? I said, yes, sir. He said, you need to tell somebody about this. He said, I mean, that's, it was, it was nuts. Mm -hmm. You know, it was crazy. It was crazy that I had never seen that. And again, man, I don't know where chain of command procedure, all that stuff, how it works. But I just know that in a competition at that level, there has to be medical personnel on the premises before the game even starts. Mm -hmm. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before the, and like the, the, so like the issue became that once the ambulance and the first responders tried to get there. They're now trying to maze and worm their way through a crowded parking lot. And the kid is on the other side of the stadium when the medical personnel gets there. Like they walk in, they're like, where is he? And everybody's like, he's over there. They're like, where? They're like, way over there. It's bad. Walk through all these people and get to the kid. I mean, like, so like the first medical responders go over there, assess the scene, then they have to go back and get the stretcher and bring it. Like once they even show up, it's still 15 minutes. And look, man, what they do is, is, is saves lives, you, you know, and, and you have to have those people. It was just, I've always been under the assumption that I mean, you see a Cadian ambulance at every, every high school game. game. Yeah. I would and I always thought that you couldn't kick a game off right. unless, right. like, you got yeah, thumbs up that they're yeah. here. Because they're, they're 50 feet off the field. Like, always. they drive on the track. Yeah. They have a track and they, and they like, park on the hill. In the corner yeah. where they can just open rule. the gate and get in and, yeah. get, and wheel yeah. that car in and pick somebody up. Like, as he's laying on the ground, I'm thinking, like, where's, where's the, the cart? Ambulance? Yeah. Like, where's the cart to get, get him up? Like, and what when, if it would have been worse? What if it would have been something shit, like Katie, life I don't know threatening, how much not just it, a broken you know, bone? Yeah. I mean, what I mean, if he would have been knocked out? Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. And then there's no well, that's what the, yeah, that's what the trainer's for. You get knocked out, you get back up, get in the game. I guess, but that's it could have been right. worse. Yeah. And that would have been be all right. But bad. to your point, whenever I worked at Northwestern State, there was times when we were like, hold everything up until the ambulance came in. like, Or we would do like a scrimmage, any anything like that, like a... I guess a de facto jamboree, and they would be. We would wait until the ambulance got there. Like mm -hmm. it's certainly, a, to your point, it's a checklist thing to where yeah. like, yes. we can't do anything until they get here. Right. And everybody, you know, you would have people grumble, but it's like, Sorry. I'm telling you, you would yeah, rather than be here than not. Like, it. yeah, there's an absolute reason for it. So that is, I don't know who's on like on what side it's on, but there was 
wires got crossed, and that's yeah. a that's a massive misunderstanding. Uh, Ace Jordan, where is Shay? Shay is walking in the door. When we come back, we'll have Shay Dixon with us here from uh, In Between Jobs. <laughs> I was he's about to say, what are you going to say? He's, he's from. independent right now. Oh, they, they gave uh, us the evil to twins you. names too, Katie. Hey. Uh, we'll be right back I with the Jordy Collada show, driven and powered by Go Chevrolet. Shay Dixon. Red Stick Sports, a local staple in Baton Rouge to all sports fans, was founded back in 1981 and has remained a family business for over 40 years. Today, they still have the great selection on the floor, but they're also a leader in custom apparel for businesses, sports teams, and other groups. Take it from us, everybody over here at FM Digital Media. They help us out with all of our apparel. Let them help you out today. Go ask for Cody over at Red Stick Sports. Check him out online at redsticksports.biz. I was embarrassed about my smile. Are you unhappy at yours? Do you not smile back at yourself? I called my friend, Dr. Spillers, over at Johnson Spillers. He fixed my smile, and now everywhere I go, people are complimenting it after the work that Dr. Spillers and the staff did to my mouth. They can do it to yours. Get in touch with them. JohnsonSpillers.com. Two locations, one in Gonzales, one in Baton Rouge. Easy to find them. JohnsonSpillers.com. We love the crew over at Fresh Chef Kitchen. Chef Shane and his crew dropping off the meals every Monday here to FM Digital Media, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner. Me or the crew's going through our meals over at Fresh Chef Kitchen. Their weekly pre-order freshly made meals, or you can walk into the cooler over there on Airline Highway. They have that fresh, same service over there at Fresh Chef Eats. FreshChefEats.com is where you can find them online. Fresh Chef Kitchen. Tell them you heard it right here on the Jordy Colada Show. Hey, Baton Rouge, when traveling through Natchez, Mississippi, whether you need to fill up your vehicle or your belly, stop by GoMart and On The Go Deli. GoMart has clean restrooms, community coffee, an awesome beer cave, and a great selection of anything you might need on your trip. So stop by GoMart at 4 Sergeant Prentice Drive as you're entering Natchez on the left, and visit Tom and Wright Granning and their awesome team at GoMart. We've seen the BK Takeover stuff. <laughs> from from LSU yeah. and, and social media and um, really in his short time in Baton Rouge, there's been a lot of people embracing his mm-hmm. his approach to, to building this roster. What's it like to recruit alongside him? Oh, it's been it's been great. Coach has been awesome to me because he lets me you know lets me be myself when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to, to coaching. He lets his coaches coach, lets his coaches recruit. So I have no complaints on that on that end. And when I need him to get in touch with a kid, he's there for me. Um, the communication line has been has been great. He's just been nothing but supportive. But this opportunity was different. Um, you have a chance to come to a place with unbelievable tradition, uh, work for the winningest head coach in college football. Um, just be at a state. I've never been at a state where yeah. football's king. You know, and if you just dominate your state, you're going to get some of the best players that there are. Sure. Yeah, so I think uh... – you know, getting through spring, I mean, most of it was obviously just installing the offense. Um, and I, I think all four guys uh, really made some strides in terms of that and, and showed a lot of positives. Um, obviously, which, you know, I mean, you guys get to talk about all the time. So you guys, you <laughs> sure. know, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, all four have, have done a great job. They did, I, I think they really did a really nice job in spring of taking strides forward uh, individually. And, everybody, and everybody's different in terms of what they need to get better at and, and what they need to show. Um, and then move it into summer, and, and I love the way they're working right now in the weight room for Coach Flint. Um, but like I said, I think I think spring a lot was it was everything was new for everybody. So that, especially at the beginning, there wasn't as much evaluation. Say the first few days, 
um, get into the flow. And then I think uh, we got some good opportunities for some guy to get, guys to get some reps. And I think everybody showed some positive. Welcome back here to a Friday edition of the Jordy Collada Show. Stick around. Our friends from Iversteins are going to be over here. Josh will be here cooking it up for us at 845. We'll start to talk tailgate in this football season. Is right around the corner. We were out at high school fields yesterday. Uh, obviously, there'll be jamborees tonight. Uh, hopefully, the rain. Was it raining all day? Is it raining all day? I'd imagine so. Is it Friday? Sweet. Why not? Um, but we will talk to Greg Brooks coming up here. Uh, Greg's going to be here at 830. Uh, but Shay Dixon is now in studio with us. We missed our regular Wednesday segment with our guy who's in between jobs right now. Uh, big announcement. Coming. Yeah. yeah. Can we tease something? And not Zaylon's Hurd. Yeah. Zaylon's Hurd's coming. But same day. To LSU? Big, big announcement. Ah, yes. Uh, big, big announcement. announcement. You shared a commitment day? Uh, I'm, I'm Shay, done. Both Shay Dixon and Zaylon's Hurd will be making their announcements on September 1st. Who are you most anticipating? Put it on the mm, poll. Yeah. Who, uh, what's Southern the heads on the table? Southern Eye Center uh, poll question of the day. Who are you most exciting about September 1st announcement? Shea Dixon or Zalance Hurd, as you heard it here first. Uh, Shea will have a couple of hats on the table. I'm sure this recruiting period has been very intense for you, Shay. Uh, are you in a dead period, too, right now? Have you, all, so. have you made your choice? Do, as the friends and family, do they know where you're going? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a... Uh, uh, I'm in that stage where all the crystal balls are sitting in, <laughs> sitting in the right spot. My spot I think my, my moment's going to be spoiled. Uh, phone's still ringing? Phone's still ringing. Phone's still ringing. They're not giving up? Nobody. Not until okay. the end. <laughs> a lot of, a uh, lot of tampering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you right? say it a lot. Of, I'm going to pray about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to get the, uh, the, 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 the post-Shea wrap-up after we make the announcement on September 1st. So just a little, uh, little time left for our... Our guy, the independent, in between jobs here, who's been so kind to us uh, over here during this time period. All right, Shay, so they're going into the season, man. They've done some really good work, LSU has, as far as recruiting has gone. Uh, so Lance Hurd, let's start there. Uh, it feels like he's going to be the next big announcement in the state. Uh, where, where is he trending with that announcement just less than a week away? I mean, pretty much every crystal ball type pick that you look at is sitting on LSU. Uh, and I've said all summer that if I had a pick in, it would be uh, on the Tigers. Let's see what, what he is right now. He's ranked, at least with, it's the highest that he's ranked with any of the four major recruiting services that are ranking these guys is on three as is the number two player in the state behind Arch Manning. So that's the kind of, kind of dude you're talking about here, potentially getting in, um, what, number three offensive tackle in the country. I'm telling you wow. this. Between what Brad Davis was able to do to hold together what they had gotten last class, right, when they got Will Campbell, who's a starter, Emory Jones, who's being mentioned as a potential starter at some point this year, you know, if he continues to develop and they need him and call upon him, he's in that mix. Uh, Fitzgerald West, a backup center, and then Bo Borderline has come in looking completely different than he did in high school, uh, and he's an offensive tackle. So you had four guys there, but they've built on that with, a really nice run. We saw them get Paul Mabanga out of Georgia, but Zalant's hurt is big time. Tyree Adams is the number five player in the state, Coach, and the number how impressive the number ten offensive tackle in the country. I'm telling you, people aren't talking about Tyree Adams enough. I mean, you get Tyree Adams and Hurd, you're one two punch at offensive. I mean, just by the rankings, definitely definition alone, you'd have the number three and number ten offensive tackles in the country. Wow, I mean. 
I had no idea that Tyree Adams that dude. was that big and that dominant after watching his highlights last Friday night. I mean, he looks like a he looks like a pro left. Were you bundled up by the fire, watching some huddles? Yeah, this huddled up. Another one of those yeah. film sessions. Yeah. Huddled up. Some sort of fire. I'm back in the. I'm, I'm in the recruiting. That's game, cool. Right? So you liked him. He's a I'm, beast. I'm, I'm telling you. I just you, didn't know he was that big. I didn't know he was that physical. Georgia, Bam, all these other teams were trying to get a foot in the door and trying to swing that one their way. I mean, that was a big pickup for LSU. And Hurd would, Hurd would be too. Never hurts to get into Neville and St. Aug, does it? Wow. I mean, Neville's offensive line. <laughs> and then Will Campbell's younger brother is the starting center. He just, looks like a killer too, bro. I'm gonna imagine he's, he's that, out there on the farm as well. Every, the full fa- the full paint. And okay. you got to think with Will gone, this dude's doing double duty at home on the farm, <laughs> moving well, hay. Imagine Will being your older brother and Bull's your dad. Like, I don't think I'm gonna be. Mommy raised no bitch. I, I saw, think he's gonna I saw, be tough as nails. I saw Will, the, the younger brother, like the starting center at Neville, like tweeted out a picture of him petting that, like, like petting the family dog or something. And Will, like, quote tweeted it said, "Who who told you you could touch the dog?" <laughs> <laughs> that boy don't know how to take care of no dogs. Still policing him from like Baton Rouge, poor kid. One, you know we only pet the dogs for thirty seconds here. <laughs> don't show any affection. One, one, of right here. one of my favorite photos. I don't know how we would even find it. It might have been some Instagram post or something. But last year during the season, obviously Will Campbell's on the team. Uh, Zaylance Hurd is on the team, and they they're your bookend tackles, right? And AJ Allen was the running back. Went to. Nebraska, I think he had been committed to TCU. I think he ended up at Nebraska, but he was running for like, he's really talented, but running for like 300 yards a game because <laughs> right. those two are out there. Well, they, it was like the LSU bomb squad days, the O-line, the Neville O-line had posted like a real like hard up jail, like group photo, you know, like everyone was like just not smiling. And it's like three, three me's. And then those two dudes, you know, Will and, like, Will and Zaylons are just standing there like this, and the three me's are like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, yeah, right. I'm with the big guns. Bob Squad. It's like all these dudes are for real, like 5'10". And then you've got these two, you're like, oh, those guys are going to college for sure. Oh, that's the D1 um, guys. I mean, dude, I mean, to think about what LSU's offensive line potentially could look like in two years. I mean, you're years, thinking right I mean, now Will good. Campbell Lord. and – Emory Jones, Jones could be sure. pieces that you're using for three years. And, I mean, I've heard really good stuff about Fitzgerald West. They need a center, and he's kind of the guy who converted to become a true center. So, if he develops, like I said, borderline, and then you're bringing in this group. And if you add her, that's huge. If you add more, that's even better. We know that they've been trending with other guys. So, yeah, kudos to, kudos to Brad Davis. And I think with Brian Kelly at the helm, Brad Davis, your O-line worries at least in terms of getting guys in yeah. there is handled I and then you would hope that the development side is taken care of given look brad davis been around the game a long time he knows how to develop offensive linemen kelly's got a track proven track record of it as a head coach with offensive linemen i'm that'd be if i'm an lsu fan that's one position i'm thrilled about what it means for the future in this new regime if they if they get heard would that be would that close the book on this class no, I think – I mean, DJ Chester is out there out of Georgia. Uh, there's TJ Shanahan still being mentioned as a guy. Um, kind of them and A&M have been battling. So there are others, and the evaluation process is ongoing. But if you got heard, what, that's three. You'd want more. You want four or mm-hmm. five. So there will be a couple more. Uh, will Joseph asks, hashtag Will. Ask Shea, 
Uh, thoughts on Ethan Fields of Dutchtown, an offensive lineman if LSU's looking. That's what I, I would say that is like a senior year eval. You check him out, see how he looks. I'm pretty sure he's – is he committed to Purdue right now? Purdue. So he committed to Purdue kind of at the end of the summer. So he'd be one that I would say people are – not just LSU, but other schools are monitoring to see, okay, if this kid looks the part, you know, you make a move on him. So LSU's got a top five class going into the season. Uh, five or six. Uh, five. Um, where, how do you like their spot? How do you like the ranking? Where are they in recruiting right now from just the, the timeline aspect of this? Yeah, love it. I mean, again, on July 1st, they were ranked 50th, and they had like four commits. Um, and it was kind of many were pressing the panic button or at least saying, hey, look, this has got to change. You can't, can't stay on this course. And boom, boom, boom. I think at this point they averaged between July 1st and now it's like, a commit every probably four days, five days, uh, and high-level guys, and both in Louisiana and popping some national guys that are really good. And I've talked to people outside of LSU over in different camps, Georgia, Bama, wherever it might be, and they're saying, LSU's putting together nice little class over there, you know, year one picking right up. Um, and I think the product on the field, I've always said is, like, kids don't care if you're undefeated or you lost two or three games, like, in high school, you lose games. You're not, you're not, you know, going yeah. into a situation where you're like, oh, they lost this weekend, I'm out. Like, so struggles this year, or at least, you know, if you go eight and four, or whatever it might be, recruiting momentum will continue to pick up. That won't deter it. So I don't, unless they fall apart on the field, I don't see a path where they don't stay in the top five because they've got guys they continue to knock down dominoes with. Uh, one of the, the, the questions that everybody asks in recruiting is rankings how these things work. And Reed DeSalvo asks, hashtag ask Shay. Shay, how does Mason Taylor get overlooked by recruiting services? Three-star composite, family pedigree, played in a national power program, size mobility, why underrated? I think, well, one thing you have to remember too is with like these rankings when like a high three-star is considered, like if you look at the definition, is considered like a two to three year contributor at a college with NFL potential. So like that's not a knock, you know, like it's not much different than being kind of a low four-star type of guy. Uh, let's go, let me look at all, what everybody had him ranked. Um, look, shout out, okay, 63 tight end, 28 tight end, 50 tight end. Rivals had him as the number seven tight end in the country. Wow. So there were people out there that kind of took a lot of that into consideration with, what he's mentioning and said, hey, look, we think this guy's the real deal. He played at a big-time high school, obviously. I'm one who loves the bloodlines thing. Like, I think that does matter in a big way. And <laughs> what bloodlines right. and, and his mom, I mean, they've got yeah. – it's like the Jake Johnson, Max Johnson family tree. Right. It's like everybody's playing sports. Everybody's at a high level. Uh, and now you're there. I think right now we're probably in a little bit of that – He, lo I'm not – look, this – I like Mason Taylor a lot. I don't know. He could end up a first-round draft pick. I have no idea. I think we're probably falling a little bit into the – he looks he looks good out there. Yeah, because you don't have any tight ends on the need. team. There's nobody else out. You know, Cole Taylor is a junior now. He's your only other scholarship player. So the need for him and him coming in and actually being ready, I think kind of makes people think, oh, damn, this is nice pickup. And I agree because they had kind of hit a snake-eyes moment there in the – Gilbert, Jake Johnson, Jalen Sheed, who signed and stayed a day on campus and moved back home, like that wrecked them at tight end. So 
My man Nick Storrs comes out of retirement. Yeah, right. You know, Mashburn and them are having to raise their level uh, in, in another year of playing. But, uh, yeah, I think getting Mason Taylor was big. And, again, kudos rivals with the four-star and, and high ranking. And right now they seem to like him a lot. Uh, Chili wants an update on Brevion Rogers. I don't think there is anything new. Okay, so he's the big corner out of Texas that uh, had decommitted from Texas A&M. And um, LSU, Bama were kind of the teams that people were talking about. Uh, coming out of LaGrange, but heavy, heavy recruiting predictions onto LSU. I mean, it's sort of been surging since he decommitted. So he's one I'm watching that they're recruiting really hard. I wouldn't say that it's a given that he ends up at LSU, but in my mind, LSU's the team that's in front right now, and they don't have that top five corner top 50 overall prospect which is what LSU's very used to they don't have that in the class right now not rankings wise so Rodgers would fill a a huge what I would consider to be an immediate need considering they're on rent a cornerback right now from every college across the country these guys are all 23 they're about to be done playing college ball you got to find a way to restock that corner room in a hurry Captain Crown, hashtag Ash My Shea. man, Captain Crown. Shea, uh, Javion uh, Taviano is visiting September 10th with, to LSU along with 2024 number one edge rusher Colin Simmons. How do you like where LSU stands with both? Yeah, Simmons is a guy I think LSU's trending on early just because they've done a really good job of getting in there. The staff has been all over him. Um, and again, coming out of – Coming out of the Lone Star State, I think it's tough to recruit those guys if you don't get in early and get a relationship with them and kind of sell the program. And he's made some trips already, so I know that was big news. Um, but with Toviano, I could buy. It's like A and M, Texas, LSU. No, I don't think anybody thinks he's going to go to Michigan, but I could buy what again if you're the recruiting prediction machine has LSU out front by a good little margin. And there was a time where it seemed like things had sort of cooled down a bit and he he keeps things very close to the chest so like there's not a lot that he's going to tip off he could be leaning one way and you don't really even know it but the dialogue he has with the current players and commits and kind of top targets involving LSU is about as good as you can ask for I mean if the the hashtag Toviano stuff is soon to begin for sure because he's kind of one of those guys that they've really circled uh in Texas alongside Rogers as uh DBs they want and you could look at the commit list. They have a ton of DBs committed, safety, corner, whatever it might be, but you just keep going. You're not telling the number five safety in the country, we don't have room. You're not telling the number five corner in the country, we don't have room. You're doubling down and saying whenever you want in, you're in. And I think that's kind of where they're at with those guys. And I'll make another point, and a shout-out to Captain Crown, who's just been for, – for me, who's been out of the loop all summer, I kind of check different things, tiger droppings, whatever it might be. My man grinds. He'll – Big fan of us on the show. Big okay. fan of the show. Uh, asked this week when it was dropping. I told him Wednesday. That was a lie. So <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm here to apologize, but he's back. I'm sure that went over well on Tiger dropping. Uh, hey, well, Crown's got my back. So okay, uh, but yes, big fight fan the good of, fight, Crown. Big fan of the show, and uh, and hell, he'll he'll transcribe this whole interview right here and post Sweet. it for the good people. So. Sweet. Yep. I, uh, Fuck sh- the mouth breathers. Sh- shout out! Shout out to Crown. Transcribe that. Shout out! He'll skip that part. Keep it PC, brother. It wasn't aggressive. Right? He, he skips yeah, that. That's part. fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they're right at the uh, seven fifty six mark. 
<laughs> Those, <laughs> I'll pay the fine. I'll no, no, no. I'm saying for the from the market time stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be the fine police. <laughs> the Tovianos and the Rogers are the type of guys. If you want to move, if you want to stay in the top five or maybe move up some, if that's what kind of matters to you as a fan, you want to see them getting guys like Rogers and Toviano. And I'll make a side point here because you mentioned they're coming in for games. This new staff does want guys to official for games, to come in for games. And strategically, which I didn't disagree with before with Orgeron and even less, it was we don't get to spend a lot of time with them, so come in for an unofficial, but save your official for when we've got a lot of time. I don't think this staff is going to say no to officials during the season, and then it becomes about having to make time or at least do the best you can. But I think Brian Kelly and them – are all for like let's sell the atmosphere of Tiger Stadium like you know like Les had been around forever Orgeron knew it um, I think these guys are kind of enamored by well we've never had that as a recruiting tool so how can we use it so I would expect a lot of guys in for games this year more and I'm not saying it's right or wrong I don't I think both ways are fine but this staff is going to prioritize getting guys in for games. Um, official visitors. And I think the Tiger Stadium is going to make a comeback this year because Heard they're, it here first. Out, they're ranked outside of the top 25. I mean, well, this what, is usually the That's what it makes it a little for, more fun to yeah, watch, right. right? I mean, kind of build that that hunger. I mean, you kind of build. And for the first time in a long time, LSU is, they're they're the hunter. You know what I mean? They, they, they're, they're kind of, they have the opportunity. I mean, many, many years in a row, the they would only play one game where they weren't favored. Yeah. Right. Might not be favored in many this year. Right. I mean, if Vegas thinks you're winning seven games, that means you're about to not be favored in almost half of them. Um, Makes it more fun to watch. I agree. I agree. Uh, and I still think that you'll have you'll have people into the stands third and fourth quarter, you know, of games. I, I think that that was kind of a mentality that, I'll that tell was you, built from being I'll say one thing. The past, and I guess not COVID was a tough year, but 21 certainly – the students stepped it up. Mm-hmm, like yeah. the students were staying till the end. We're packing it out. So shout out there. If I, is that I don't know if that's like a balcony bingo thing. Whoever's no. leading the charge no. there. But yeah, it's, it's the, just a student thing. The, just a student thing. They they came out. So I would think if the students bring that again this year, that's something that uh, should a hat tip to. There's um, going to be so much intrigue around the games. Like like yeah. you said, there's no expectation really. There is expectation, but if LSU loses, it doesn't feel like end of the world scenario it's like all right let's see how you kind of you kind of will see the fan base grow with the team it feels like it's the reset button almost you know when i was thinking of like ranking like what games am i most excited to see this year i think i've got the southern game like number two on my list <laughs> and they how have they never played it's crazy i mean that's cool for the city it's crazy and if they if they pep rally it up or you know have the two kind of campuses blending together for whatever sort of pep oh, rallies or events of the week. That whole week is going to be... I mean, that's what, it's just, it's a Baton Rouge theme. It's going to be great, man. I think that's cool. I mean, I, I'm for Stretching it. Stretching out for it right now. I'm for it. <laughs> it's going to be I, I cannot believe those teams have never well, played before. Well, just the tailgating, the entertainment, the, uh, you know, just the, the Halftime show will be on the fire. The halftime show is really kind of what I'm most fired up about. A lot of water. A lot of water. Yeah, what have they have they announced the time of that game yet? I mean, I think obviously that's thirty. Yeah, you'd have to, I think that may probably did night game. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm. All right, make sure and hit that like button, share button, comment button. Um, anything you're watching as far as recruiting goes right now? Just, so what we're jamboreed out this weekend, yeah. uh, still, and then uh, getting closer to actual football season. But I will say, and we'll talk about it more on the show as as we go through things. But this is a good year for people in the Baton Rouge area, certainly. 
to get out and see a game, see a future Tiger play because you got Woodlawn, you got Catholic, yeah. you got Zachary, you got Liberty, you know, Magnet with Caleb Jackson. A lot of these Jane teams Malsbury. will play. U High has a ton of kids, so, and a lot of these teams play each other. So uh, I'll do I'll do the homework for everybody. I'll find some must see. Friday night games this year for people to go out and see. Well, and somebody was asking in the chat a couple of weeks ago that they were coming in on a Friday. They were coming in for a weekend and they were asking like some what, what they should do. And I, I mean, I asked if they were a sports fan and I said that like if you're into recruiting and you're coming in from out of town for a home LSU game, odds are there's a four or five star playing in the city. 100%. I mean, whether it's Ricky Collins, Eli Holstein, Jaden Allsbury, Shelton Sampson, uh, Caleb Jackson, yeah, Kyle, yeah, I mean, Kylan Jackson, Kylan Jackson. I mean, it's just there. There are marquee players all over Baton Rouge and South Louisiana right now. That I mean, I'm telling you that atmosphere before it kicked off last night. It didn't have a chance to kick off because of the weather. Because <laughs> before of the it kicked off, but I'm telling you, <laughs> did you see off. Madison Prep and Woodlawn like they were on the track, like squaring off at each other and kind of going back and forth? And I mean. Talking about a jamboree, you know. And by the way, I mean Madison Prep's got a couple of dogs that walk out and lead them off the bus. That you're like, that's who is that? That's when the guys who were like, uh, like, coach, we get rained out. Yeah, it looks like it. And then they're like, okay, okay. And I'm, uh, I'm a really buck up because I don't have to get out on the field and <laughs> get run over. I'm gonna say something right now. Uh, so hey, the, that just means football season's on. It is, bro. It's here. I mean, week zero. They had football last night. Florida State and Duquesne. Zachary and LCA play tonight. I think it's a jamboree, mm-hmm. but it's, yeah. a, it's a couple of big-time boys right it, there. It is. That's what I love about these programs, too, around Baton Rouge. Oh, they don't play. They'll play not, everybody. They're not scared of anybody. Nah. The LCA, I mean, too. Woodlawn's roster. I mean, Woodlawn's schedule. Uh, Zachary's. Zachary's schedule. Catholic High's schedule. I mean, all these teams go and play everybody. And they don't even play, like, in-state teams. They'll go play people. Nationally, yeah, I think Saint Aug. They might be yeah, in like Oregon in, right now. Saint Aug's up in Oregon. Yeah, um, Nike, some Nike like kickoff classic. I would yeah. say. Yeah, that's what they were asking Tyron Matthews. About <laughs> what, uh-huh. what was my prep school? The fake one. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, oh gosh, Bishop Gorman. No, 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 no it's uh, they school. Yeah, that. Oh no. shit. It's is it Saint something? Don't make me get it before y'all do. Scotlandville too is good. We ain't talking about Scotlandville. I mean Bishop Sycamore. Ah, I got the bishop get half credit, coach. Throw him on the schedule. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. Coach has a warrant. They got on ESPN. Hey, they, oh no, 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 no. Respect the grind. Yeah. I respect um, it. It gets IMG everybody's, Academy. Everybody's talking about Nicholas Harbor. Golly. What's, I mean, is there any update there? Does no, because we, we had talked about what the Tennessee game is what yeah. he's coming in for. No date set. Um, I think he just said another official visit. I thought I had read that this past week. Unless you and somebody else. I'll tell you that right Michigan? now. Michigan? It yeah. may, may – okay, he's got two Maryland? more set. Maryland, um, yeah. That Maryland. might be it. No, yeah. uh, he hadn't locked in Maryland yet, but I do think he'll go there because that's kind of like his home state team. Uh, South Carolina, September 17th. Michigan September twenty third, LSU October seventh. So you're already back end in those teams, which is you know it can be a good thing if you get kind of the the final say it in. But we're talking about a guy coming out of DC who six five two twenty five, number one athlete in the country, five star. The kid he who, is twenty seven two yeah, in the two hundred. Kid who's running ten threes and twenty sevens. Freak. 
Miles Garrett. Type yeah, like I mean, we're talking yeah, yeah. clowny Garrett levels of just. Imagine you go out there for the two hundred. And you see him, and you're like, oh, I'm about to beat this kid. Like, he's too big. What if you break the huddle and you're a tackle and yeah. see him well, on the line of scrimmage? I cooked. mean, now he wants to play offense because of his speed. Sweet. And he wants Let to him do able, it. Yeah, that's not? I mean, the, I mean, the tight end. Jet sweep. A little tight end, he says. Yeah, he'd be I a mean, great tight end. Let's see 10 2 in the open field. <laughs> Hand up. Jesus, man. Hit that they, down the seam. Uh, uh, all right, Shady, I know you got to run, bro. You got big things on the horizon here. Huge announcement oh, coming the, next week. Here we go for. The scouting report, um, clicking through, the offensive comp for him would be a Darren Waller. So if he wow. wants to be a tight end, you're a Darren Waller. If you want to be a, a D lineman, you're a Miles Garrett type. Darren Waller just playing in Josh McDaniel's system now, who made Gronk in the tight end position revolutionary in the NFL. Waller's about to have a huge year, bro. That's because, yeah, He's because they're. And then they got Devonta Adams outside of him. You're leaving it out. Someone's got to guard Foster. Foster Moreau, when he, bro. When he Somebody ta- better guard Hunter Renfro. When Foster, yeah, when Foster takes all that attention over there, Waller eats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Got to double team one of them. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Got to make a choice. <laughs> got to make a choice. All right, Shady. Uh, congratulations on the announcement and the decision that's already been made. Uh, we're going to try and make that decision live here, if you don't mind. <laughs> that, that that requires moving no video equipment anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. Do that, it right here. Yeah. You have internet. Yeah, we got internet. <laughs> you got internet. I can Bring do that. the hats. I can do that. We're going to crystal ball See, like, it in. Herd has a time set. It's like at night, I'm sure. Me, no. I just wake up. <laughs> just are y'all up. ready? I think sure, come on I over. I think they're going to call me. Are you working yet? What are you doing? Is it your first day? No, I start my I'm setting up my announcement. <laughs> can I call you back? Yeah. I'm on the air. <laughs> got to announce first. I got to sign the papers fast. You want to carry over. this live? I can get you the link. Can my parents come? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy's a diva. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry and hug my mom for 30 minutes. Yeah. And we'll keep it all. Do you have a highlight tape? We don't play those. Yeah, can't play those. Yeah, we can't play the film. Yeah, Video, I don't, I don't videos out. <laughs> Could you imagine Copyright. if you put one out? You just on the sideline writing a pen, typing. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> I'm taking we pictures. Make, we should make a video. We should make a video. <laughs> it, it's. I think my iPhone's probably made a video. Of, you know, they make yeah. the memories of you. It's just me doing random things. And you have the lull, and then the comeback. Yeah. You have you at home, just like doing a little gardening, smoking a cig, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like. Wasting the time, taking the dogs out. I think I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Back in the game. Undo the robe. Yeah. <laughs> He's naked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying retired. <laughs> I'm going OnlyFans. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Feet finder. Oh. Feet finder. Mm. I think I've worked for enough different companies that I can bring every hat out here. <laughs> uh, all right, Shay, we'll see you at Superior at some point today, bro. Okay, guys. I appreciate y'all having me on. Have fun. Uh, what, we got a little Greg Brooks. Yeah, Is Greg that Brooks. Starting nickel, huh? Real deal. Yeah. Um, what do you think on the quarterback real quick before I get you out of here? I think I 100% believe both are going to play. And I think Jaden probably starts. And here's where it is for me. He started 30-something games already. Like it's crazy. Brian Kelly said it. I asked a question. How can you tell Jaden Daniels has started 30-something games? He said, well, when he gets in there, everybody's calm. He runs the huddle. He calls out all the defense. It's game one. Don't send Garrett out into the Superdome. Absolutely. Making him try to be a hero. Let Garrett – Get his licks in this year as well. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would think it would be Jaden. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right, Shay. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Follow him on Twitter, at Shay Dixon. We'll be back with more of the Jordy Collada Show. As we are always driven and powered by Go Chevrolet and Daily Today, we're brought to you by Barker Brothers Plumbing and Works. Get in touch with Jude Barker and our friends over at Barker Brothers Plumbing and Works. Remember, no social media, no website. Call them at 225-776-2431. Mention the show, and they'll take 15% off. 
They are specialists in all works of plumbing, industrial, commercial, residential. They are number one in a number two business. 225-776-2431. Mention the Jordy Collada Show. Save yourself 15%. We'll be back. Greg Brooks coming up here in 20 minutes as we roll on here on this Friday. Compliments of Go Chevrolet. In a wreck, Gordon McKernan Injury Attorneys is ready to go to work for you. Come meet your team. I'm your intake specialist. I coordinate your case and connect you with your attorney and paralegal. That's us, your legal team. Thanks. And we'll fight to get you every dollar you deserve. I'm your settlement and disbursement manager, and I'm here to get you paid on time. I'm attorney Gordon McKernan. Put our team to work today. Just call us. Works with it. It's it, just like anything else. I mean, I I, I don't want to get in, into hyperbole, but it's you know everything is. I mean, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Frankly, I'm still worried more about concussions. You know, we don't talk about it much anymore, but, you know, we've, we've kind of helped solve it in, in a lot of ways and make the game a lot safer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So anytime we have existential threats, which this one could or could not be, we just deal with it, and we mm-hmm. will deal with it. You know, it's just part of the game. And, you know, I don't mind a lot of what's come out of this uh, movement of doing more for the student-athletes, but like anything else, it boomerangs a little too far, and sure. you've got to swing it back into hey, what we do for the student-athletes. And it's a hell of a lot, and, and I'm proud of that fact that, that we are leaders in doing that. But we're going to do it right. You know, the Tiger Athletic Foundation and – and uh, and in, in partnership, obviously, hand in hand with what we do, uh, funded a, a master plan study because I wanted to see, hey, what what we needed and 
I just didn't want my opinion. I've been a sure. few places, and I have a good one, I think. But you just want to see how and what our needs are. And so we're in that process of looking at it. And obviously, uh, the PMAC is, is uh, 50 years old this year and, uh, yeah. and probably needs some updating. Uh, it's got good bones, and maybe we can see what we can do with that. Uh, same thing with all that uh, you know, property that we have both down Nicholson and where we are currently on Nicholson and North Stadium. Is that, hey, is this the proper use and best use for that? And hand-in-hand hand with the university and, and what we do with PAF, uh, we'll make those decisions and we'll be prudent and, and thinking about what and how we do it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird in a perverse way, Jordy. You know me well, is that I, I kind of relish it. I do like it. I'm one of the few people that, that embraces it. And we're very lucky at LSU to have it, uh, to be where we are and to be able to do that. I mean, I can't say that for everyone in the business because it is unsettling uh, in, in a lot of ways. But for us, you know, change is a good thing, and I think, um, I think we're going to be the beneficiary of it. And it's not going to stop. It's just going to keep on going. Yeah. And I'd be lying to you if I told you I had a crystal ball to tell you what was going on, what's going to happen. But, you know, it's, it's, we're going to be here, and we're going to embrace it, and we're going to uh, take uh, advantage of it uh, the best we can. Do you suffer from chronic dehydration? Are you looking to improve your athletic performance and you need to get over and see our friends over at GoFlow IV? They're located on Jefferson Highway. Easy to find them online at GEAUXFlowIV.com. Make sure and use the promo code Jordy Colada Show. If you do, they'll take 15% off of your initial visit. Check them out online, GEAUXFlowIV.com. Um, I, was, I was excited to come to uh, a top-level program. I've been at a lot of great places. I've um, been very fortunate in my career, but to really say that um, you have an opportunity every year, uh, once obviously, once we get it rolling, to win a national championship, um, there's not very many places that you can say that. So for him to offer me the opportunity to come with him to LSU um, was nothing but, but you know, humility and, and gratitude. Some Sunday players um, mm -hmm. in that room. But again, you know, it's, it, it's got to be the total package, the total process um, of, of, of buy-in, of understanding what we're trying to get done, um, of figuring out how we want it to get done, but also allowing those guys to be able to play with instincts. Um, for example, I, I think Jay Ward is long yeah. and athletic. He's he's very versatile. He's played corner, played nickel, played safety. Um, very excited about you know Joe Fouché, um, one of the transfer guys that we came in um, because he has a, a dimension of physicality. Um, Major Burns, you know, fortunate enough that he he was able to come back home. You know, again, he's long, he's athletic, so he gives you flexibility between both field and boundary safeties. Um, and then you've got some guys that you can throw in, like uh, Brooks, um, mm -hmm. Sage, yeah. um, Derek Davis, um, Todd Harris is a guy that's been around for a while. So I think that we have enough in that room to be successful. Um, but, again, you still want to continue to grow and be able to push each point. Well, I, I think it starts here, you know, and we have a good bit of people on this particular staff who are from Louisiana uh, who know and believe in our hearts that this Place produces the best football players in the country, you know, and I think the numbers speak for themselves per capita, produce the most NFL players, you know what I mean? So even from an analytical standpoint, it makes sense to take the kids from here because the chances of them playing the league are higher than if they come from anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I think our brand is super powerful, so we will have to recruit at a national level or there's really no reason that we, we shouldn't, you know what I mean? Because if we can get a top player from another state who can help us win a championship, then of course, right? But um, I think it starts right here in Louisiana and then right here in Baton Rouge. You know, mm -hmm. there's some really good players who are still available at 
are right here in Baton Southern Eye Center is located at 6859 Jefferson Highway right here in Baton Rouge has been serving your eyes for over 40 years in the capital region. They offer friendly service in a helpful environment with the highest level of personal care to manage your eye health and vision needs. If you want more information, log online to southerneyecenters.com. That is southerneyecenters.com. Stop in and check out their beautiful office located on Jefferson Highway right here in the capital city. And remember, each time you walk in there and you mention the Jordy Collada Show, Dr. Ann Shaw and Southern Eye Centers will take 25% off of their fantastic selection of sunglasses. All you got to do is mention the Jordy Collada Show. Check them out, southerneyecenters.com and located at 6859 Jefferson Highway. Hey, this is Jordy Collada from the Jordy Collada Show. Our podcast daily is brought to you by RMB Builders. Give Reb Bourgeois a call today. He is a custom home builder offering both new construction and can remodel in the Baton Rouge area and surrounding areas. They are licensed for commercial and residential construction. They can also handle your office renovation or building maintenance. They're online at rmb-builders.com. They're on Instagram and Facebook at RMB Builders, LLC. Rhett Bourgeois and RMB Builders bringing you the Jordy Collada podcast. Looking to book a dumpster but no idea how? We've made it quick and easy for you. Check out our website at moralesrolloffs.com. Let Morales Rolloffs know your desired delivery date and finally provide your contact details. To make payment, look out for an email invoice with all your booking details. On delivery day, our driver will notify you through text and email that your dumpster is ready and on the way. Now you know how easy and convenient it is. Call Morales Roloffs at 225-427-0000 for your dumpster. What you got? All right, welcome back here to the Jordy Collada Show, driven and powered by Go Chevrolet on this Friday. Looking forward to Josh from Iverstein stopping by here before we get out of here at 9 a.m. He'll be cooking us something good up from our friends over at Iverstein. Stop and see him inside the Perkins Crossing Shopping Center uh, over there. And Katie's going to tell you about Nyla Threads, yeah, the T-shirt company with uh, with all the cool graphics. He's like, hold on, hold on. Stewie's one second. Wore the shirt, so Alien fingers week. in the air. I got the best shirt, the vintage Jordan shirt. You had Ken Griffey, I think. Ken Griffey, a little snug. You had the leather. Yeah, yours was a little snug. That's <laughs> because everyone else took all the sizes. Snug. Everybody you got took the large. Still, you still, yeah, you still look good at it though. Like, you know, that was probably yeah. probably a pretty good ego Guns check in terms of like, hey, I fit in this thing. Like, I know it's not my preferred style, but I can still squeeze in here and get a little pump in it. But I then I looked to. like I was sitting sideways on the bus, yeah, you know, trying to take up all the seat. Yeah, right. pull it on the Keep shirt. fixing that. My midriff is showing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Very uncomfortable here. <laughs> yeah, if you can't tell, give the, you stretch the shirt out before you get on. Ron, is that a uh, medium? Yeah, it is, you nerds. Ron finally got his shirt yesterday. Ron yeah, got his shirt. He, he saw me. Shirt. Yeah, he saw me wear it. He's like, let me get that. Would Ronnie go with? He got the Landry? Yeah, he's yeah. Like Lloyd's Legend shirt. Yeah. That's a classic. He said, for the hose. And I was like, Ron, is that right? You can have it. How can I say no to that, Ron? How can I say no, Ron? You can check out his Instagram page and see all the shirts. Look at those. Who who got that Dennis Rodman? Jamil. Oh, uh, Jamil. Yeah. Um, Sneaky one And they have seat. the new Bird mm-hmm. Chase shirt that just came out that's awesome. I'm sure everybody wants that. You can um, click on it, uh, shop through his Instagram, or you can go to nylathreads.com and use the code Jordy20 
to get 20% off of your entire order through September 15th. And you can also email Chris at nylathreads at yahoo.com and ask him about custom orders. Ooh, look at that little baby one. I like that too. There's the legends. I mean, he's got great stuff. Yeah, he's found his lane. He really has. Y'all crazy if y'all had no raw wave on Use the code Jordy20, 20% off through September 15th. Sweet. Go check him out, Nyla Threads. They were trying to make me log in. Um, <laughs> LSU is going to have to pay James Craig uh, upwards of $490,000, as that was a judgment served yesterday by state judge Wilson Fields inside of a Baton Rouge courtroom uh, where the judge ordered the university to pay former offensive line coach James Craig more than $492,945 Thursday morning, according to court minutes. LSU sought to terminate that contract when it fired Craig back in 2021. Officials accused him of holding an in-person meeting with recruits during a period when the NCAA's COVID-19 protocols banned such contact. Uh, Craig sued the school for a breach of contract. What's that? Did he? Um, I'd imagine that he probably did, but it was never deemed by the NCAA that he broke the law, that he broke okay. a rule. I think LSU knew that he had that meeting, but the NCAA didn't know about it, and they never came down and judged on it. Yeah. So, you know, Craig's point of view was, yeah, I might have had it, but yeah. nobody said that I broke the rules. Yeah. You know, nothing... Nothing said that you could fire me for that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what really happens, and or it looks like really happened here, is that LSU wanted Brad Davis, and it wasn't Ogeron mm-hmm. that wanted Brad Davis. Mm-hmm. I think this was kind of more like Austin Thomas and maybe even administrators that said, you have an opportunity to go get this guy, go get him. And they did that, and you know they had to find a way out on yeah. Craig. Now, Craig's got really good lawyers, uh, and um, I know this because his lawyers were representing me when I was in between jobs um, (laughs) from my last stop, and I was very, (laughs) very impressed with my legal representation. Uh, I still have the framed letter that they sent to the suits over at the old place. Uh, It is just chef's kiss. Uh, So when I saw that Craig was being represented, uh, by uh, this legal team, and it's not the lawyer that's actually quoted uh, in the story and, and in the in the PR um, that LSU is probably in going to be in some trouble here because once it was explained to you legally from the legal standpoint, you could see that kind of LSU was you know they they hmm. they, they kind of were. Kind of hold the bag a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't, from a legal standpoint, going to work out for them. I think, ultimately, they just wanted to move on from Craig the coach. And Ogeron was so tied. And, you know, he was a frat brother. You know what I mean? Like, the story goes, and I got the story from somebody that knows how it went down, was that when issued, when Ed Ogeron issued the letter to Craig, I mean, he was, like, crying his eyes out. Sorry, brother. He was, like, brother. bawling his eyes out at this table you know, letting him know that he was going to have to let him go. While everybody else was kind of standing behind Ogeron, arms folded, like, get your stuff and get the hell out of here. Got Brad Davis on line two. Well, not Brad Davis on line two. Brad Davis in the parking lot waiting to take your office. Clean the office. Get all your stuff out. Brad Davis is here. Where's your brown box? Yes. Um, Put your Super Bowl trophy in there, your Super Bowl ring. So Craig has since been hired, and why the judgment actually was – um, was awarded uh, $500,000, but the reason why it's not 500000 is because Craig actually um, 
uh, got an NFL job with the San Francisco 49ers. So the, and it just happened. So the amount of money that's been compensated there will be relieved so it's 500 that minus that. That's what equals the 492, 945. Yeah. That's so odd. Yeah, man. What it's a just weird number. The terms of the contract. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess what he's been paid from San Francisco, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, mm, but like nice. I said, he hadn't been there long. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it says the amount LSU must pay after Thursday's ruling grants Craig the balance of his contract with the university from that period of 21, June of 21 through March of 22. Mm. Um, it's minus payments from several weeks in spring of 22 where he had begun working for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, so LSU's got to pay out here. Um, I think when you legally read this case, I don't know if this is really surprising to see. I think behind closed doors, LSU just probably should have just, you know, paid Craig 10 yeah. months ago and just said, beat it. Here's you a know? million. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, keep it out Get out the, the door. Absolutely. Here's, here, here's, here's 250000 We'll just call it even. You walk. Call your right? buddy Ed. Get some money from him. We gave him 20 <laughs> He'd yeah. probably break you off a piece. <laughs> yeah, he'd give you a million. If he really likes you. Yeah. yeah. If y'all are really ask, friends. Ask your boy. <laughs> A lot of people, a lot of people still sucking on that teat. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, got another. Yeah, I mean, right. it is too. <laughs> yeah. Dad, can I get my weekly allowance? I've got to pay my phone bill. Yeah. Um, I mean, here you go. Yeah, working college football life, <laughs> and he's just rolling around at Miami. He would bounce around to where else was he? Is that UL? He's Notre at Dame. UL, yeah. Notre Dame. Absolutely. Go Irish. Go. <laughs> Raging Cajuns, go. Oh, Canes. Yeah. Go Canes. Are your DMs open? <laughs> you can find out real quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> open those up to the public. You can find out. Who's that? Who's that right there? Uh, Ace Jordan. What did James Craig do to get run out of town? He couldn't recruit. Sucked at his job. Yeah, he couldn't recruit. Um, I mean, if you looked at LSU's offensive line woes last season of just having a lack of personnel, not having the guys, uh, that was because of just a lot of swing and misses on the recruiting trail. You know, I mean, you've got to be able to connect on the recruiting trail. And once they get here, you've got to be able to develop them. And for whatever reason, Craig at LSU was just – it was a mismatch. It just didn't – it didn't feel right. And Craig came from the NFL. He was on that Denver team that won Super Bowl 50 with Peyton Manning that beat Cam Newton and the Panthers. You know, I mean, he was a guy that had some NFL – skins on the wall now Ogeron and Craig ran across each other at USC they were together at Tennessee they had some times in college together but you know a lot like we've talked about similar to what Les Miles did at the end of his coaching tenure at LSU Ogeron did the same thing where it just became a frat house it just became a you know it became a a, an opportunity to hook all your people up with good gigs right and big paydays and that's you know ultimately what it's been and, you know, James Craig was probably the best example of that under O. Was just, you know, hooking your boy up with a gig and getting him a lot of money. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it was. He, he couldn't, he, he couldn't, he wasn't good at his job. You know what I mean? Like, by every evaluation of, of the task, he failed. He couldn't recruit. He didn't develop. There was no consistency. He, he, he didn't add much to the offensive input. You think Joe Brady and Steve Ensminger were looking over at James Craig when they were getting ready for that 2019 season when they were offensively game planning? No, Joe Brady was telling 
James Craig, this is what we're going to do. In fact, I think I've told it here a couple of times. I know this firsthand. If Joe Brady would have been hired in 2020 as the offensive coordinator, the first move he told Ed Ogeron he was going to make was that he was firing James Craig. And Ogeron, the Joe Moore Award coach winner? <laughs> yes, the Joe Moore Award coach winner. He's terrible at his job. He didn't know how to scheme anything in the run game. There's nothing that he gives us that we have of great value to look at him and say, hey, we got to have that. Got to keep him. Well, how did he get a job with the 49ers then? He's like he's a, a he's an offensive guy. line assistant. I mean, There's somebody terrible. in that organization that's worked with him before that says, I mean, the coaching community ain't nothing but a big yeah. fraternity. Yeah. I mean, that's all it really but, is. I mean, you still got to be good at it, right? Yeah. yeah and I th- and look, NFL he's probably – and in the NFL, you need guys that are going to stay in the office from mm-hmm. sunup to sundown, stay in the film room, make notes – break that stuff down that they can hand off to the offensive line coach and say, here's what I saw, right? And if you've been in football for, you know, a lot of these guys have been there 15, 20, 25 years, I mean, you can do that stuff in your sleep, yeah. right? I mean, it takes a alpha-type personality to get out onto the field mm-hmm. and be able to have these guys' attention and teach them a technique or something to change their game to make them better. They got to really, like, look at you, trust you, believe in you and you got to know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. because they'll smell that bullshit from a mile away Mm -hmm. right and i think james craig when it just came down to it when it came down to getting on the field teaching people how to play getting into the living room recruiting people to come to lsu it just it didn't feel right Mm -hmm. it just it didn't they looked at it and were like eh i appreciate it but we're probably gonna go somewhere else yeah you know and tristan lee is the is the prospect he ended up at clemson right um, and he came down here. Um, we go grab Greg Brooks, please. Um, gave him some gear, huh? And he gave him some gear. You know what I mean? Like this, this, this. this He's gonna get some gear anyway, right? Honestly. I mean, like you, you know how much that stuff happens. Yeah, you know I mean, times little brothers and and cousins Coach, and LSU moms and aunts <laughs> and people have shown up to get stuff. I mean, it, it's. That's not why he got fired. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he didn't get fired for handing out gear. They felt like coach. they had something on him that they could run him for cause, and then legally, you know, it came out, and it's just not going to happen. All right, Greg Brooks is here. Uh, we're going to talk to him about fall camp. He is, he is here. Compliments of our guy, Gordon McKernan. He is a part of the G-Squad. Uh, we will talk to him about NIL deals. We'll talk to him about being back home in Louisiana uh, as he is uh, transferred in. Uh, from uh, from Arkansas, and we'll ask him about the expectation for this Tiger team going into his senior season. Greg Brooks, next here on the Jordy Collada Show, driven and powered by Go Chevrolet. I was embarrassed about my smile. Are you unhappy at yours? Do you not smile back at yourself? I called my friend, Dr. Spillers, over at Johnson and Spillers. He fixed my smile, and now everywhere I go, people are complimenting it after the work that Dr. Spillers and the staff did to my mouth. They can do it to yours. Get in touch with them. JohnsonSpillers.com. Two locations, one in Gonzales, one in Baton Rouge. Easy to find them. JohnsonSpillers.com. We're all from different places and backgrounds. We've each experienced our own versions of life, but in the end, we're all on the same team. I'm part of that team, along with these players in purple and gold. Kayshawn Buddha, Malik Neighbors, Miles Frazier, Kyra Lacey, Greg Brooks. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, your team matters. So join our team. Make a difference. Bet. 
Let's get it done. Uh, best athlete to come out of New Iberia, Mark Roman. Keyshawn Booty. Keyshawn. Wow. Right now, Keyshawn's, you know, and I, Mark was a little bit before me. I was a ball boy. Uh-huh. When, when Mark was playing at New Iberia Senior High School, uh, I, play, I played, like, right after Mark. Um, but just has just done some things and, you know, just the things that you guys are seeing Keyshawn do, that he's not even scratching the surface of what we saw on a day-to-day basis at practice. You know, and, and, and it's, he's unreal. He's he, unreal. He's so natural. It's so na- it's it's yeah. so easy. It looks so easy to him. Yes, it's so easy, and that there's never been another a, a competitor I've ever seen like Keyshawn. Keyshawn would not lose going to eat pregame meal. <laughs> you know, he has to be the first. He is the ultimate competitor. You know, he would not lose. So trust me, he will be ready. All right, welcome back here to the Jordy Collada Show, driven and powered by Ghost Chevrolet. Shout out to our crew over at Dead Soxy. Remember our friends over at Dead Soxy, deadsoxy.com. If you want to pick up your custom-designed socks today, including the LSU-themed socks that you can grab over there, if you drop the promo code Jordy, you can save yourself up to 35% heading into football season over there, deadsoxy.com. All right, it's been awesome to talk to our crew from uh, from LSU, whether it's been the new coaches, new players, uh, everybody coming through here. Uh, Greg Brooks is next in line to sit down here on set with us and talk about how he got back here to Louisiana, a Louisiana native, South Louisiana native out of uh, New Orleans, out of Harvey, Louisiana, went to West Jeff, went on to Arkansas, had a really good SEC uh, campaign up there, and now he's back home where he should be in purple and gold uh, in the defensive backfield. Greg, thanks for joining us, man. Good morning. How are you? Appreciate y'all for having me. Absolutely. And another member of the G-Squad. Uh, of, uh, of Gordon McKernan's squad over there, uh, which has been uh, very helpful and uh, influential throughout the NIL space. We'll get to all that. Uh, but, Greg, I ask everybody, man, who's come through here, because your team that you're playing on has so many new faces, right? Whether it's coaches, staffers, players, um, how everybody ended up back here. How did you end up back home? How did you end up back at LSU? Um, you know, the main reason is just coming back home. You know, uh, once I entered the transfer portal at LSU, LSU was the first school to offer me a scholarship. And um, I came on a visit with my family, just seeing them smile. I canceled all the rest of my visits. <laughs> I wow. literally canceled and just committed right on the spot. Just, you know, just knowing, being able to see them smile, you know, they could come see me whenever they want, just being an hour and a half away, you know, so it really meant, meant a lot to me. What was your relationship like with LSU coming out of high school, coming out of West Jeff? What was your recruiting like during that time? You know, we had talks here and there, you know what I'm saying? They wanted me to camp, but event I didn't I didn't come camp, so um it just fell off with that, you know. It just things ain't work out with LSU, so I'm glad it worked out now. Uh how about um Brian Kelly? What has it been like playing in his program? He's so fresh down here in Baton Rouge, he's new to the job, you're new here. What has been your um, kind of what's been your thoughts in playing in his program? Um, he's a great coach, you know what I'm saying? He pushes us every single day from things that, like, you wouldn't think matter. Like, I wear an aura ring to track how much I sleep every single night. So he pushes us and makes sure we complete our tasks each and every day. And um, he's helping us become a more disciplined football team since January. I mean, it's, it's a crazy, crazy growth how, we, how far we've come. Um, yeah, it is, and we've been able to kind of watch that process from the outside, and it seems like early on a lot of the growth was being made because of some of the internal stuff that was happening, like the SWAT teams. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're a captain of the SWAT team right now. From your evaluation, how has that helped kind of bring this team together in a very fast in a very fast track? I feel like it's helped a lot because it's a competition mm-hmm. between all the teams, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, competition always brings the best out of everybody. So. 
people are gonna fill out their questionnaires just so they can win the win for the week. You know, my team won this past week, so we got the gold shirts. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like that helped a lot. You know, it brings out competition and it, it just makes everybody. You know, going forward. And what what we're trying to do and get it accomplished. So does the SWAT stay throughout the season? Like yes, even sir. Through the regular season. Yes, sir. Wow. Everything counts: school, nutrition, uh, weight, everything. Who's on your? I mean, uh, how many is, how many players on your team? Uh, it's ten players on each team, including you. Yes, sir. And you're the, like the leader of the squad. Yes, sir. Wow. So everything that would go on with your team, you would kind of be the spokesperson for. Like, so if somebody's not turning to doing their questionnaire. Coaches are coming at you? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Wow. They were like, why the hell you ain't do that? You know <laughs> right. Um, Y'all go group chat? Mm-hmm. I'd imagine get a group mm-hmm. together. Yeah, like, I, I group chat. Questionnaires, everything. Make sure you get everything done. Do you draft your team or do your team is yes. assigned to you? We drafted the team in May. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you draft a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. Who was your first pick? My first pick was a guy named Lane Blue. Lane Blue? He, Baller. You, when you see how many points he bring, you'll see why I picked him. He's he like the leader boy. He does everything right. You know what I'm saying? From the weight room to the field to the academics, everything right. Wow. Joe Fouché was here earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Said y'all are roommates. Mm-hmm. Talked about y'all's time together at Arkansas. How cool is it to experience all of this together? Your your time at Arkansas, coming back home, playing for the state school with one more season. You know, it, it, it means a lot. You know, me and Joe uh, have a real strong relationship. You know what I'm saying? We've been roommates at Arkansas three, for since I've got there, you know, uh, he's he's older than me, you know, he's like he's like a big brother to me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of things he do, you know, you see him, you see me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, we're just glad that we're back home, and uh, we actually have a shirt coming out. Nice. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be nice. Well, whenever it's ready, you come over here and you can promote it. Yes, sir. Um, it seems like you found a very comfort level at the Nickelback. Where, where, kind of where, where are you right now as far as going into the season? It feels like you're the starting nickel on this team. <laughs> uh, where, where, where are you at? Um, right now, I've, I've been working at nickel, you know, but uh, I've been also changing spots with Jay Ward. So certain packages, I'll go to safety. Then when we go to our dime defense, I go to the dime. So it's a lot, you know, a lot more uh, different spots where we just interchange, you know, get me back in the middle of the field a lot. So, um, they're really moving me around a lot, and I like it. Um, talk about Coach Steeples and Coach Cooks, just your defensive backs, coaches, and kind of what it's been like to be with those crew, with those guys and getting prepared to, to, to where you are now going into next week. You know, those guys are amazing. You know, um, Coach Cooks and uh, Coach Antonio, they, they push me every single day to be better. You know what I'm saying? For them, whether it's running to the ball, you know, just little stuff like that that makes a huge difference within the game of football. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how have you seen this defense kind of grow over the last couple of weeks? I think a lot of people have a lot of high expectation for the LSU defense, probably for the, the group up front, but, mm-hmm. but how do you see this unit kind of getting better? Our whole unit as a whole is going to be great. You know what I'm saying? Our whole secondary has playing experience within the SEC. So, you know, I feel like it's going to be huge. And then with our D-line, you know, Everybody knows that they're elite, so that just makes our job easier in the back end. Our linebackers, they're coming along as well. Uh, what's it like under Matt House? Um, it's great, you know what I'm saying? He's very technical. Even if you make a good play, you know, like you could have did that, it could have been an even better play. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I like how he's technical, bring that NFL style to college. Uh, you were one of the first transfers in. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU cleaned up in the transfer portal. Um, what's it like in the locker room? What was it like in the locker room, kind of bringing all those new faces together with experience? It's different than recruiting when you show up from high school 
when you show up and you got you got four years of experience, bro. Right. I mean, you played at a at a very high level of football. What what, what was that transition like for? For you and the rest of the room coming in. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, they accepted us, you know what I'm saying? They just made us feel a part of the team, you know. Uh, we did, we hung out on the weekend and stuff like that. And just really, it really was no different, you know. By week two, everything was cool. Yeah. Uh, dude, how, how fired up are you for next Sunday night to go back to New Orleans? Oh, man. Wearing LSU colors and starting on that defense in front of your home, in front of your family, and on national TV. Have you... Has your mind traveled there yet? What's what, what do you think about next week? Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even think about next week. Really? I take every day, day by day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can't worry about the future too much. Just be where your feet are, and everything else is gonna fall into place. A lot of people with positive remarks about the summer. Jake Flint, nutrition staff, uh, Dr. Franks. How 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 did you embrace that? What what changes have you made physically to get where you are now? Um, I gained 12 pounds. So right now I'm 193. And um, it's just I'm moving well with the 193, you know what I'm saying? So um, everything's going to agree with that. Wow, man. I mean, is is that are you comfortable there? I mean, is that different? Did you have that goal to to get and put that weight on? Mm-hmm. It was really like 187, but I just crushed <laughs> it and I'm moving the same speed. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I think Kobe Richardson did the same thing. He was kind of the talk of camp whenever he came in. He gained what 20 pounds, and mm-hmm. then I think Fuchsia said he gained a 10 pounds. So. Obviously, the LSU had a turnover strength staff, so they must be doing something different where it feels like y'all are kind of bulking up a little bit. Yeah, most definitely. You know, a lot of credit to Dr. Franks as well. You know, you could text him at midnight and be like, he'll get right back to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's the best nutritionist I've ever had. Um, what's it like guarding these wide receivers? It seems like behind defensive line, the wide receiver room is probably as talented as any group in the country. Um, what's what type of pressure do they put on you, you guys oh, daily? Most definitely, you know those guys are getting better each and every day. You know what I'm saying? Jack Besh is back. Um, Malik is going great. He's gonna have a great year. Um, Kayshawn getting back into fluid things. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like our whole wide receiver room is gonna be great this year. Uh, Malik slides down into the slot, which mm-hmm. makes you know gives him kind of a, a different type of point of view of the game. You routinely, I guess, as the nickel would be. Mm-hmm. Head up on those guys. What's what's he been like guarding uh, him from that position? Uh, Malik's had a great uh, great fall camp. He's making me better. I'm making him better. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just can't wait to see the show you're gonna put on this year. Uh, what's it like guarding these big tight ends now? I mean, that's that's kind of your role, right? In in the defense to kind of guard these guys that are gonna be these hybrid mm-hmm. type wide receivers with these bigger bodies. What's what's been that transition, or how has that part of the game maybe changed for you, the defender? over the last couple of years? Um, really, I think you would just be more physical, you know what I'm saying? The bigger bodies, you know what I'm saying? You can't just, you know, let them run. Then the way tight ends are these days, they run full fours and stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, um, I just feel like they're a bigger wide receiver and, you know, just be more physical with them. What have you made of the quarterback competition? Oh, uh, it's going great. Both of those guys are doing good, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just like, yeah, I'll wait and see who's going to be the starting quarterback. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, NIL. Uh, I know that uh, Gordon McKernan, he's a great friend of our show. He sponsors our show and uh, does great work around the community. Um, what has that been like for you? Um, what does NIL bring to, to, to the game for you? I mean, you've mm-hmm. kind of seen this thing change. You were recruited in a different time period. You played in a different time period, and it's changed kind of under your feet. What do you, what do you make of kind of where it is now? Um, NIL uh... – how I feel about it, I feel like it's, you know, we des- players deserve it, but um, I feel like recruiting-wise, 
it's kind of getting out of hand with that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, NIL, we definitely deserve it, but they do need to fix a, tweak a few things. Yeah. What's the expectation for the team in the locker room outside? I mean, everybody, we, we, we talk about it all the time, and, you know, but we don't have any input in it. We're not, you're invested in it every single day. What's, what do you guys kind of expect of yourselves this year as it's knocking on the door next week? Um, I'm going to just see two graduate champions. Champ, graduate champion. That's all I'm gonna see. My man, he's business first. I would like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see why you're a leader of a SWAT team. Uh, best of luck to you, bro. Appreciate uh, you this season, man. I appreciate you stopping by here. It's great to meet you. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely, Greg Brooks, Louisiana native, New Orleans native, back home representing LSU, getting ready for Week One versus Florida State. Uh, make sure and hit that like button, that share button, that comment button. We'll be back with more of the Jordy Collada Show, driven and powered by Ghost Chevrolet. In a wreck, Gordon McKernan Injury Attorneys is ready to go to work for you. Come meet your team. I'm your intake specialist. I coordinate your case and connect you with your attorney and paralegal. That's us, your legal team. Thanks. And we'll fight to get you every dollar you deserve. I'm your settlements and disbursement manager, and I'm here to get you paid on time. I'm attorney Gordon McKernan. Put our team to work today. Just call us. Sports with it. It's just like anything else. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get in, into hyperbole, but it's, you know, everything is. I mean, uh, frankly, I'm still worried more about concussions. You know, we yeah. don't talk about it much anymore, but, you know, we've, we've kind of helped solve it in, in a lot of ways and make the game a lot safer. So anytime we have existential threats, which this one could or could not be, we just deal with it and we mm-hmm. will deal with it. You know, it's just part of the game. And, you know, I don't mind a lot of what's come out of this uh, movement of doing more for the student-athletes, but like anything else, it boomerangs a little too far, and sure. you've got to swing it back into hey, what we do for the student-athletes, and it's a hell of a lot, and, and I'm proud of that fact that, that we are leaders in doing that, but we're going to do it right. You know, the Tiger Athletic Foundation and, and, uh, and, and partnership, obviously, hand-in-hand hand with what we do, uh, funded a, a master plan study because I wanted to see, hey, what, what we needed. And I just didn't want my opinion. I've been a sure. few places, and I have a good one, I think. But you just want to see how and what our needs are. And so we're in that process of looking at it. And obviously the PMAC is, is uh, 50 years old this year and, uh, yeah. and probably needs some updating. Uh, it's got good bones, and maybe we can see what we can do with that. Uh, same thing with all that, uh, you know, property that we have both down Nicholson and where we are currently on Nicholson and North Stadium. Is that hey, is this the proper use and best use for that? Mm-hmm. And hand in hand with the university and and what we do with TAF, uh, we'll make those decisions and we'll be prudent and and thinking about what and how we do. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird in a perverse way, Jordy. You know me well. Is that I, I kind of relish it. I do like it. I'm one of the few people that embraces it and we're very lucky at LSU to have it uh, to be where we are and to be able to do that I mean I can't say that for everyone in the business because it is unsettling uh, in, in a lot of ways but for us you know change is a good thing and I think um, I think we're going to be the beneficiary of it and it's not gonna it's not gonna stop it's just gonna keep on going yeah. and I'd be lying to you if I told you I had a crystal ball to tell you what was going on what's going to happen but you know it's it's we're going to be here and we're going to embrace it and we're going to uh, take uh, advantage of it uh, the best we can 
We love the crew over at Fresh Chef Kitchen. Chef Shane and his crew dropping off the meals every Monday here to FM Digital Media, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner. Me or the crew's going through our meals over at Fresh Chef Kitchen. Their weekly pre-order freshly made meals, or you can walk into the cooler over there on Airline Highway. They have that fresh, same service over there at Fresh Chef Eats. FreshChefEats.com is where you can find them online. Fresh Chef Kitchen. Tell them you heard it right here on the Jordy Colada Show. Red Stick Sports, a local staple in Baton Rouge to all sports fans, was founded back in 1981 and has remained a family business for over 40 years. Today, they still have the great selection on the floor, but they're also a leader in custom apparel for businesses, sports teams, and other groups. Take it from us, everybody over here at FM Digital Media. They help us out with all of our apparel. Let them help you out today. Go ask for Cody over at Red Stick Sports. Check him out online at redsticksports.biz. Do you suffer from chronic dehydration? Are you looking to improve your athletic performance and you need to get over and see our friends over at GoFlow IV? They're located on Jefferson Highway. Easy to find them online at geauxflowiv.com. Make sure and use the promo code Jordy Colada Show. If you do, they'll take 15% off of your initial visit. Check them out online, geauxflowiv.com. Um, I, was, I was excited to come to uh, a top-level program. I've been at a lot of great places. Um, been very fortunate in my career, but to really say that um, you have an opportunity every year, uh, once obviously once we get it rolling, to win a national championship, um, there's not very many places that you can say that. So for him to offer me the opportunity to come with him to LSU um, was nothing but but you know humility and, and gratitude. Some Sunday players um, mm-hmm. in that room, but again, you know it's 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 got to be the total package, the total process um, of, of of buy-in, of understanding what we're trying to get done. Um, of figuring out how we want it to get done, but also allowing those guys to be able to play with instincts. Um, for example, I, I think Jay Ward is long yeah. and athletic. He's he's very versatile. He's played corner, played nickel, played safety. Um, very excited about you know Joe Fouché, um, one of the transfer guys that we came in um, because he has a, a dimension of physicality. Um, Major Burns, you know, fortunate enough that he he was able to come back home. You know, again, he's long, he's athletic, so he gives you flexibility between both field and boundary safeties. Um, and then you've got some guys that you can throw in, like uh, Brooks, um, mm-hmm. Sage, yeah. um, Derek Davis, um, Todd Harris is a guy that's been around for a while. So I think that we have enough in that room to be successful. Um, but again, you still want to continue to grow and be able to push each point. Well, I, I think it starts here, you know, and we have a good bit of people on this particular staff who are from Louisiana. Uh, who know and believe in our hearts that this place produces the best football players in the country, you know, and I think the numbers speak for themselves per capita, produce the most NFL players, you know what I mean? So even from an analytical standpoint, it makes sense to take the kids from here because the chances of them playing the league are higher than if they come from anywhere else. Yeah. Um, I think our brand is super powerful, so we will have to recruit at a national level or there's really no reason that we, we shouldn't, you know what I mean? Because if we can get a top player from another state who can help us win a championship, then of course, right? But um, I think it starts right here in Louisiana and then right here in Baton Rouge. You know, there's some really good players who are still available that are right here in Baton Rouge. It is. Yeah, we're live now. Yeah. Every, everyone's got their, what I figured out, like their like recipe. 
I've probably talked to, I don't know, maybe like 40 people. Oh, for, a, for a boil? Natives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About crawfish. And don't I'm probably get too far, right? You, you have 40 <laughs> different recipes, probably. Yeah. Everyone. I mean, there has some that have been really interesting. Nothing like, worse, I actually want to Nothing worse than an overthought crawfish boil. Yeah. Are we live? Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Um, but nothing worse than an overthought. Yeah. But you might have run into their one recipe you need. He's got it from this is passed down from some mythical man that we haven't met. Yeah. That Jordy has perfected his recipe and he's done it so confidently. He's boiled at what, two boils here? Two boils. Yeah, they're good. Maybe maybe even one out of season. Was it? The second one was probably a little out of season. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, what do they say? Like Valentine's the Mother's Day? Is that like the Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mother's Day is usually like the Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it kinda like everyone goes out. Easter. Easter is maybe the unofficial yeah. the beginning of Lent. There you go. Yeah, so not Easter. Good Friday. If hey, I'm remembering Josh, my Catholicism. Can you get this in the cooler? Yeah. First off, tell them what we're eating. We're eating. Yeah. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're, we're laughing. Not, not eating crawfish. Yeah. Yeah. We're just yes, we're, we're eating I'm, crawfish I'm, bowls. You know where we are. We mentioned Easter, and I'm like comfortable. Yeah. It's the chili, but this chili. It's good. I brought chili today. We're going. We're we're continuing to go on our tailgate kick with football right around the corner, and I know y'all are excited. Had that DB on, Greg. Greg, that was like cool. Yeah, it's you now. Yeah, it's right there. I like it. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, In my mind, I'm like, (laughs) it could be me. It's Friday. You should be in school, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's you know class. They they got classes online. Online On Fridays. (laughs) He just (laughs) not on Fridays. He just not any day that ends in Y. He actually left on Fridays. No, no. The guy I'm cheating off of. Yeah. I used to have Friday classes, and I like a few of like the sciences were like 8 a.m. I used to go to my Friday class because the girls in there were hot. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. So back to the whatever, chili. whatever it takes. Chili. So you can get this in the freezer section. This is at our grab and go that okay. I've been talking and raving about and kind of bringing some things in to show people. So I'm keeping with the tailgate theme, chili. Just take it out, you know, thaw it a little bit the night before, or just chip it off in there and just melt it. <laughs> However you want your your uh, experience to go. So it's in the frozen section. It's right? in the frozen section. Yep. Cooking. So it's made and then. Um, Did you add you know, anything to it? Just, I didn't. This is just okay. straight Damn. how it comes from I mean, bro, this is our chef, our kitchen. Okay. I added the sour cream I mean, cheese the and the Fritos. Yeah. Jeez. I'd go heavier shelf. on the Fritos. He, yeah, he went back. Jordan went back up. for a second. Oh, seconds. you didn't? Yeah. yeah, I'd go heavier on the Fritos. I'm I think not the, really uh, sure. I think the, I like to base the pour of Cheetos and then go over the top. Oh. Top of it? Okay. Cheetos. Fritos. I mean, Fritos. I'm sorry. The one Cheetos would be super stoner, man. Wait, we don't need shredded cheese. It's got the cheese on the chip. It's cheese right here. You might be onto something. Get the puffs, bro. Get the puffs. I did a, I was stopping to get some, you know, grocery items and I said, the one thing I need, like I love raw onion on my chili. Oh, yeah. It does taste good, but then you got to deal with that breath. The rasses was out. They were out. So you got spared. The parsley? Yeah. Everything. Full color. Jazz it up a little bit. Raw onion. That's yeah. bizarre. Isn't onion huh? shortage? They were it's... out of an onion. Oh, oh okay. yeah, Rouse's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was I like bizarre. Like, yeah, right. shit. I was like, whoa. Oh shoot. Okay. Yeah. You calling me a liar? <laughs> <laughs> these Louisiana people get weirder every day with these. No, I mean, they were out of an onion at a grocery store. <laughs> no, That's onion, chili. What'd you say? We all acted like I was insane. Stand down. Now you know. Stand down. Now you know. Take our food seriously here. It's uh. Put the fucking spoon down now. Oh, you put raw onion in this chili? <laughs> throw it out. Uh, a Xanax? Are you trying <laughs> to sleep my whole day? This is not. It's the wrong drug. I thought you just like kind of like made it last night, came in here and warmed it up. And stuff. this is out of the. This is out of the freezer. The after I put it in my in, in my in my fridge to thaw, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is straight out the freezer. Mm. 
and you're probably looking at you know those are those again those are are, are, are good bowls and that's one canister I got y'all like four with a little topping mm. okay. like well, no one go back so, so that's just one serving like if you just brought one and it served one two three, three four, four yeah five. five yeah well I did bring a second one yeah. and I dipped into God. the second one okay. for the fifth but um Okay. You know, so if you were, you know, if you were thinking of a smaller gathering for your tailgates or for your uh, uh, sporting event activities that are coming up, you know, kind of keep that in mind. Let's begin. I mean, I want to light the fireplace and watch AFC Championship football. Yeah, right absolutely. Now. I'm watching the Bills and the, <laughs> I mean, like, and the Chiefs right now. Give me the Bills, Chiefs we'll right it, now, man. dude. Give me, give me Burrow and Josh Allen. Oh. Fireplace, go maybe crack the window up just a little bit. Uh, cold yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool air coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, All the TV, the breath everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's chilly. Oh, that's great. A little onion on the top. I'll keep everything. Little Cheetos on the bottom. <laughs> if they have it at the grocery if store. If it's allowed. I mean. yeah. Little Cheetos on the bottom. <laughs> no onion for this one. Yeah. Uh, the breath. If you want your breath to smell the rest of the night. Every day, I, it's like it's I come in. fireplace. And, okay. And I, like, I need something to drink. And I'm like, is this my water from That's a month mine. ago? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can drink it. Because it sits there every week. And I'm like, you I need to play a little water roulette. Oh, we got a freshie. A fresh oh, really? Yeah. Courtesy of True Blue Water. Spin the top. Okay. Yeah. That is fresh. That's I like fresh. it. There you go. Uh, anything new happening over in Iverstein's right now? Birch, uh, butcher bundles. I had a um, parent at my son's football practice tell me that she was a avid watcher on Fridays. Okay. Because of the <laughs> Iverstein segment. Wow. And that. Is she signed up for the butcher bundle? She signed up for the butcher bundle last week. She's your mom. She's, she's, I guess so. Okay. What uh, What area? Uh, that would probably be the 808. Seven hundred eight hundred eight. Kind of mid city, mid city, like Still uh, not like, like Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Still it's not registered to him right now. Like neighborhood, um, kind of like Goodwood Government. Okay, um, where Jersey Mike's is. Our Lady of Mercy. Oh man, that that has a different area code. I guess. Jersey I'm terrible. Mike's, that's the most random. I thought dude, every, that place I, has fire. I thought everything from here to Shreveport to New Orleans was two two five. Well, that's our area code, like, phone number. They're oh, running off the and then there's zip code. Oh, the zip code. <laughs> yeah. He just ended with the last three of the zip codes. Okay. 70808. Okay. Do you the hip deliver, zip. Do you the hand hip. deliver the butcher bundles? I delivered yesterday, so I was okay. wondering, because I had, I had a few new people. Oh, so that might have been her. And I was like, wow. Home yeah. alone? We, and I, I spent, I just had a few in the Baton Rouge. I'll call it BR. Uh, the red stick, the stick. But it was uh, uh, the fourth week is always my big week, primarily out in uh, Zachary, Central, Walker, Denham, Livingston. They're ordering butcher bundles. Yeah, out there. Yeah. Uh, Emil McClellan got the butcher bundle for my dad for Father's Day. He absolutely loves it. Uh, it's a great That's gift great. idea. It's great. We have one time. I know I've mentioned it before. You don't have to sign up every month. We have people who will do a couple months out of the year and just pay as they go. Okay. A little bit more because I charge a week you. to week. Yeah, yeah. Because I will. Uh, it's it's more expensive because I charge you for the bag. I assume if you're doing a one time, I'm not going to get my freezer bag back. Ah. Yeah. So I charge you the cost. Of my have you ever bag. gotten somebody to send it back regardless? We have a few people who are who have done it for a while. Very very nice and polite, and they've you know they've subscribed for like a year or more. You just put the bag back out. And yeah, you just put it back out yeah. every Thursday. Uh, like, and they they've canceled over line with me, and then they'll come in and they'll bring their mm. you know because they're not going to quit being customers. A lot yeah. of the time, it's just their freezers are full. And yeah. but the one offs are great. You know, a lot of people uh, do that. They yeah. just kind of go every third month. They go and they they buy a, a, a butcher bundle, and mm-hmm. 
have it delivered. We've got some new things. Uh, I know I mentioned it last week, I think. We're going to have some choices. That's going to come up. The, the website's being coded as we speak. Nice. So there are going to be themed uh, butcher bundles that are going to include um, all sorts of fun things, steaks, chops, but also like ribs and sausages and ground meat and burgers and stuff for your kind chili. of mm-hmm. chili you know all these sort of things add-ons are always there so mm. so it's great but yeah those people deliver i love going out to that area because yeah. i don't don't make it outside of baton rouge too often mm-hmm. yeah. you know so it's like it's great to go out and see um, these fantastic areas yeah absolutely so along with the bundle aren't you going to do like a similar style with for the tailgate package mm-hmm. for football season yeah and this have. would be a part of that yeah Absolutely. So what's the difference between like a chili and like a spaghetti sauce or like the uh, the other thing that you have in the freezer? Like your, I guess, bolognese. We, uh, yeah. Red gravy, I guess they, well, I think that was a, well, I, you know. Soup. Um, yeah. I mean, one is, you know, goes on the spaghetti noodle. Right. No, I just want to do some shit. I was wondering what's the difference between the, the chili. difference between day and night. Jeez. The sun's not up in here. You know, one in, and I got to explain the difference between spaghetti and chili to this guy. I feel like that's not a good answer. I don't even know what to say. And I'm a teacher. Down, the sun so goes like, down. Yeah. Yeah. It's been shuttered. Well, I had, what I had is like from all these years of teaching and working with kids, it's like after that comment, it's just a lot of like. I'll just Google it. Dead then. silence. Because I have to, in my mind, talk myself down from being rude and calling. No, I you know prefer I mean? it that way. So I like I'm going through like you don't have to make him feel bad. He's just he's, he's you just know. dumb, and he's doing really good at keeping the conversation <laughs> going, keeping you talking about your product. So this is very nice and thoughtful of you. Sauce um, and chili. Yeah, chili. I think yeah, there is. So there, back into the question bag. Yeah. If you don't mind. Is sauce and I chili? Mean, chili like spaghetti, right? Are going to be different. Um, People will have, like, I love beans in my chili, right? And I think, like... I'm with you. I think if you are from Texas, this is, like... This is like a true chili, right? No beans. I yeah. think, man. Yeah. If someone's from Texas and they make a comment on there, they what can correct me. Beans yeah, are all onions. Yeah, I'm not the bean guy. But what's there's your, what's your what's your chili this. consist of? Yeah, this, this is how it is. This yeah, is my chili, but with a little more freedom. So I think it's like mm. I love uh, beans in mine. I also like corn. Yeah, mm. a little corn. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. See, I've done. You. I think we do beans. Mom, my, my mother makes a great chili, but she does a little little twist, which is why I asked the spaghetti question. Her fault. She puts spaghetti noodles <laughs> at the bottom of it as the base, as opposed to people that use like some people use rice, some people go you know no base. He uses Cheetos. No base. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It does seem weird. So but mom you does know. it with wow. spaghetti noodles and beans? Then the chili on top, and then the really? Frito scoops. Which is fire. Beans are good, yeah. Noodles too. Mm-hmm. So you're basically eating yeah. spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it tastes different. It's weird. You give it a try. My mom weird. just does this chili, straight chili. Yeah, like this. I, and I'm not yeah. mad if like that. You know, like this is straight. This is fine. I it's like I'm like. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was doing so, this is great. So leftovers. This is uh, one of my go-to's. You grab mm-hmm. one of these, man. Chili dogs. Easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got those oh, hot dogs I brought in. That's, yeah. That's I like that. No beans on that chili. That's no. that's I, I'm on. I'm you can almost that. top the chili dog with this right here. I mean, even a little cheese. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. A little, uh, even a little Frito. We have a crunch. That crunch. Have I, did that we crunch. bring that in? God, it seems like Hot so dog. long ago. We did a sausage buffet. Maybe it's time for another one that we're getting yeah. into. Uh, a little charcuterie. Into, yeah, yes. uh, we did, but we have one called Nacho Libre. Um, uh-huh. And it's a chili flavored smoked sausage, really? which is really good. It's like the spicy chili, but on a sausage. Would you do that for? Would you double down with that for a chili dog? 
I've done the Nacho Libre sausage on a hot dog bun with some sour cream and cheddar. <laughs> yeah, just pretend. Yeah, just that. All in one. That was really good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's really good. Uh, and then we just uh, actually upped the game uh, a couple weeks ago, and we started putting cheddar inside this Nacho Libre. Mm, so we have yeah. like a chili cheese smoked yeah. sausage and mm. fresh sausage, and uh, yeah, it's great. Damn. What about the chili cheese Fritos? Mm. I think the problem with like putting, good solo, yeah, with Fritos and something like that would probably be your like your sogginess. It probably wouldn't mm-hmm. hold I'm up not well about it. in a sausage. I mean, you could maybe do breadcrumb. Right. Did you mean in right. the sausage? No, no, I was talking about oh. for chili. I wasn't talking about in the hot dog. Oh, okay, somebody just said that in the chat. I'm okay. sorry. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Put, yeah, I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't powder that up and. Might be your last dog. question. I'm not sure yeah. what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to Google the difference yeah. between yes. the sauces is the ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, other than that, man, Bundles is going great. Uh, we're, we're kicking out more recipes and uh, things out of the kitchen. Chef uh, uh, over at Iverstein's and Galen, these guys are, man, they're just, they're, they're rocking. So. Uh, Iversteinfarms.com. Mm-hmm. Iversteinfarms.com. You see right there at the top right, if you want to get signed up for the Butcher Bundles, you can do it. Just click Butcher Bundles and you'll be on the mailing list, on the delivery list. Uh, and then... You'll have a uh, six foot eight Yankee uh, with a uh, with red hair and a uh, and a beard showing up at your door, dropping raw onions in his pocket. Raw yeah. onions, yeah. You know, it was like I thought that we, we, uh, you know Greg was on, and I said, like, "Man, maybe I could still strap it on." Like I'm than this guy, you know, do a little Oklahoma yeah. drill. Yeah, little right here, big cat. Big cat. Set it up. I'm thinking he might yeah, outrun me, but yeah, uh, head to head. Yeah, that's all we need here with our reputation is uh, Andrew the nickel safety when yeah. I when I bit football there yeah. right, with our food. That uh, also <laughs> that, what do you mean to do, man? The food guy thought he could still play, Mike. <laughs> the food guy that yeah. notoriously I mean, hates Scott Woodward. Bonnet's yeah. calling me, wanting to know what happened. I mean, the food guy thought he could still play. We ran, we ran a tackling drill in the middle of the studio. Yeah. What do you want? Sorry, you Oklahoma me? here. Yeah. Let's, uh, so let me clarify, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Bonnet's on the phone right I'm now. I'm the team line up just to get ready, yeah. you know. Mason yeah. Smith walking through that door. Uh, all right, I'm about to take a nap. After that chili. Think Appreciate so. it, bro. No Iversteinfarms.com. Iversteinfarms.com. Have a great week. Mikey Ma took today, originating from Uncle Earl's, 4.30 to 6 o'clock. Make sure you're signed up and subscribed for Miked Up. If you're looking for a, uh, a place to get out of the traffic, uh, catch a beer on us. We've got a bar tab over there, uh, over at Uncle Earl's. Then stop in and check out Miked Up from 4.30 until 6 o'clock, uh, right there on Perkins Road, right down the road from, uh, from Iversteins. Uh, All right, we'll be back with you on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Uh, For everybody over here at the Jordy Collada Show, Go Chevrolet signing us off. Make sure and hit that like button, share button, comment button. Appreciate Josh and Greg Brooks for stopping by today. Chili. Spaghetti. (laughs) It's chili. I didn't know what to do with that. It's like, what's the difference between chili and spaghetti?